When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, no. Okay, so I've had him on before everybody listening to episode 323, Ernesto Azejo, who actually, Ernie was guest number five. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ernie was guest number five, and as we've had him before, Ernie actually came on several times earlier this year, back before primaries. He came on when Biden got the nomination, and he came on, and I said, Ernie, give me your best speech. And as I've, anyone that listens to this podcast remotely knows, I am right-leaning i liked trump but um one thing i would always say is i don't get why everyone on the left wants trump to fail trump is the pilot of the plane that is this country why do you want the pilot to fail whether you're on the left wing or on the right wing it doesn't matter and as i said i would if he lost i'd have to eat a bag of humble dicks and that's what i'm doing and i'm gonna put uh i'm gonna I guess stand up for what I said, and um, so Ernie's going to come on. And as he said to me, we were texting last night. He said, "You know what?" Because at the very least, and it's it wasn't even profound, but it came across as profound to me. He said, "We have to at least try to talk to one another." And I just thought, we at the very least, we have to try. Like, so Ernie, take it away. Take it away. You know what's funny? After after I said that to you, I'm reading the. What's the name of the book? The new Obama book that came out? I forgot what it's called. Sure. What, Jesus, whatever. I'm reading the book. It's a like 750 page book. It's a long ass book, Jesus. but it really details, you know, and it brings into perspective. And I was texting a few, I was texting Cal last night actually mm-hmm. um, about this and how incredible it is when you really read these biographies. I've read Bush's as well, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, yeah, I'm a Democrat, but like, I think being the president of the United States is such an interesting and amazing job. And yeah. I don't care, you know, who you are. Yeah. You've had it and you've written about it. I want to read about it because yeah. I think it's, it's incredible. Yeah. So, um, and you know, it's funny after I said that to you, he ends his paragraph on, um, it was on the wars and it was on how his, his own generals had undermined him uh, during his first when they had asked him for a surge of troops when he ran as the anti-war president, mm-hmm. right? Like get us mm-hmm. away from against mm-hmm. him. And at the end of it, it was something that was uh, that I found amazing. He said, I forgot if it was a quote, I forgot right now at the moment, but it said, it may not be enough, but we have to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just funny that, you know, and I said that, and it's funny that you kind of started with that because I, 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 to I took my pen and I circled it and yeah. I, I underlined it. And I was like, yes, this is so important, right? You have to try. But when people right? say unity, like what unity? Look how divided we are. Have to, you know, 20% of the country believes the election was stolen. But Jesus, dude, if you don't try, it ain't gonna get any better. Exactly. It's 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 you know you're doing CPR on someone who's bleeding out. You know what? They might be fucked. But exactly, dude, give a couple pumps. And 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 obviously the difference here is you know it's not so you know, morbid. But yeah. But, but the reality is the leader of of the country and the tone he sets for the country moving forward is a big deal. I, I mean, how many people said to us? Oh, it doesn't matter what Trump says. Oh, he's just he's just talking. He's just it's just what he does. It's what he said. It's yeah. and I always said, and I've said it since day one, what the president says, when he says it, how he says it, 
who he says it to, it matters so much because it sends a message to the country. Yes. To, if anything, to those who are fanatical about this person, because it happens with every president. Mm -hmm. Every president has a sect of folks who just love the guy. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I got a a Barack Obama poster here in my kitchen, right? So I love Barack Obama. I think he's a fucking great, he was a great president. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. I'll never fight for his ass. Keep going. I'll turn off the fan. I'll never storm the Capitol for his ass. Yeah. I'll never kill other Americans for his ass. Yeah. I don't want to fight for anyone, dude. Yeah. I just don't. Because I'm an American. I'm not a, I'm not a Democrat before an American. Or, no, I'm, a, I'm an American. So I think that's a big deal. And, and we've got to try. And so when you hear the president now, President Biden, say, you know, we've got to try. We've got to come together. That You know, we, we have to try. Talk to each other. Go, go talk to your neighbor. You know, it's okay, right, to, to not agree. But we're all on the same damn team. And so that is, to me, so refreshing. So refreshing. Um, because I think the last four years, and President Trump did some good things. I told you, I, I credit him for the economy. He, of course, he ran the country for years. He had great economic numbers. Those are facts. You can't deny those. He deserves credit on that. He deserves credit on trying something different with North Korea. Sure. He deserves credit for standing up to Iran and, and, and bombing. So, I mean, you know, he deserves credit on some things, sure. right? But I think overall he was an abysmal failure at trying to bring our country together because it was always it was always a victim mentality um, that he had, that I, the way I always saw it. Oh, it's being done to me. Oh, they hate me. Oh, it's you're the most powerful man in the world, my friend. Mm-hmm. Right, you're supposed to know how to make deals. Grow a pair of balls, quit bitching, and get it done. You're the president of the United States. Yeah. And then, obviously, I think before I get into the Biden, I hate to look back, but I think it's important because I want to be I want to be unequivocal about this. I'll say it to you. I'll say it to to anyone because we have to stand on the side of the truth. Hmm. Right. I mean, some things are just true. Right. I've got black or you know brown eyes. I'm five five. Those are, I mean, I, I could think otherwise, but we'll never make it not so. Yeah. It's the way my, you know, the way that's just reality. Yeah. You know, the, the sky's blue. It is reality that in 2020, there was no massive voter fraud. I'm sorry, my friends, but to anyone watching this, step out of your bubble for a few seconds, right? Why would, forget that. If there was evidence and people say, oh, there was evidence, look at this and look at that and you know, we have a, a way of determining elections. And if when, when, when there are uh, issues or irregularities or whatever you want to call them, then you have the court system. And the court system, the, the, Trump, the Trump campaign, had every avenue. They had over 60 lawsuits to present real evidence that showed that there was foul play by who, it doesn't matter, but by someone, some party, to change the results of a fair election. And every time they presented evidence, judges never accepted it because it didn't merit, well, right? That's what the, I said the other day when I did a right. short clip and I, I called it cognitive dissonance. And this is back, this is before, I think this is before January 6th. It might have been after. But I said as much as I felt as there was fuckery during the election, what I ultimately said, though, was this. And I said kind of like what I said to you. In this 25-minute clip, which is I posted in like the last week, I said... I made fun of my friends on the left for four years when they said he was a Russian Manchurian candidate. And then all these reports came out 
which, by the way, was also wrong. Well, what, right? I'm, so what I'm getting at is... I've never said that about Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, I've well, never so said that about Trump. What I'm getting at is it went through all of this, and then even when it came out that there was nothing, I remember seeing everyone still saying, well, fuck it, he still is. And I was like, you're choosing a reality. And what I realized was, is I said, hey, this is a guy who's the president, who has 18 intelligence agencies at his fingertips, and who, it doesn't matter if you get censored by Twitter, you're the president. If you really want to get a message out, you'll have it on every screen in two Dude, seconds. You, you, exactly. You step the out planet. in the press room, you've got literally every channel on the world no, ready for Not you. even that. You can just, you're the president. You can just fucking use the emergency broadcast system. I, you'll be <laughs> on every camera. So what I said was, as much as I felt in my gut that there was fuckery, I said, if he doesn't present evidence, it's not because he didn't have, A, the means to do it, 18 intelligence agencies, they have everything. And B, it's not that he wasn't able to get it out. Censored on Twitter, sure, you're the president, you can step on and get it done. And that's what I said. And I said in the last week, I said I think it will be presented. But if he does not, it's because it didn't exist. Here we are. He was in, Biden was inaugurated yesterday. Not my guy. But I'm going to stick to what I said. If evidence wasn't presented, then it wasn't there. And that's... That is me trying to step out of my cognitive dissonance bubble. There's no nothing said he's a Russian candidate. There's no evidence. Well, he still is. That's bullshit. Well, guess what? There was no evidence. And as much as I'd love to be the first to say, ah, God, I'm right. The cheating left. Where's the evidence? And I don't like that. I liked Trump. I loved Trump. Biden wasn't my guy. But I cannot, as a 30-year-old man, not look at certain facts and I, more than anyone, would have loved to see it. Where was it? And if there is no evidence, then there is no evidence. And that's, it pains me to say that, but there isn't any evidence. So where the fuck is it? Sorry, Ernie, go on. No, but that's that's exactly right. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They had, as I was saying, 60 chances to go to federal courts. To, they even try to go to the Supreme Court, which obviously denied, you know, the, the writ. But... <laughs> And like you're saying, I mean, listen, I can make any claim I want. I, I can claim to you that last night I was hanging out with aliens all night. I got high off some alien weed. It was phenomenal, right? And you're going to say, well, did you? Okay. Well, I call bullshit. Like, okay, show me, like, give me the proof that you hung out with aliens. If you're going to make extraordinary claims, you've got to have extraordinary, extraordinary proof. Yeah, I mean, I say this all the time, and it's just so true. And so you cannot just go to a court of law and say, hey, this election was stolen. You, you, you got to fix it for me. We're going to ask you, okay, great, you have a claim. Where is your evidence? And if you don't have evidence that merits the courts, the system of law we've had in this country for 230 years is not going to change for Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> it's just not. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, it's been that way for 200 plus years for a reason. Yeah. And so, you know, that was a, a, a massive lie. And, and, and what I have a lot of issue with, Tommy, and I know why it happened, but is you have Republican leaders in Congress, even Mitch. McConnell up until he had to stand up. He was humoring the big lie. He kept saying, oh, we'll never know. Kevin McCarthy, the leader in the House, who, was just a, who could be the Speaker of the House, even the majority of the House. I mean, this guy's the Republican. We don't know who will be president on January 20th. We don't know. I mean, guys. Yeah. And, and we wonder why people went to the Capitol. Yeah. And we wonder why when you feed people lies and you tell them this is stolen from you. Yeah. This is the left is cheating. Yeah. And you believe it? Of course you're gonna you're gonna think, holy shit. Well, yeah. My democracy's at stake. Well, and then you have guys like me who are like, I think it was stolen. 
But now here right. I am. Hey, where's the evidence? And that's... And I'm saying this as a right-leaning guy. I would be happier than anyone else if there was. At a certain point, I have to look at it and go, you know what? Uh, there's 346 million people here. As much as I'd love this to be Tommy Land, it's not. This can be Tommy's podcast. This isn't Tommy Land. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it hurts. So no one I, likes yeah, that. No one likes losing. No, no, it hurts, Tommy, but, but but it's the truth. And 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 you know, sure. And and if we don't speak to the truth, if we keep coddling conspiracies, and if we keep coddling, uh, you know, a, a worldview that is just not a part of reality. Yes. We're going to continue to see these attacks. Yeah. We're going to continue to see folks upset. Everything was stolen, taken from me. I have nothing i could barely find a job i you know I, i've got I, what do i have to lose if i go and take a head what do i have to lose yeah that's yeah. a country we're gonna we're gonna become yeah and i don't know how ernie ernie's breaking up ernie you're uh Can you hear me? yeah there you are you're, you back. you're back you're back go on sorry all right i don't know what happened i was saying i don't know how we're gonna solve the large issues of our day if we can't even agree on who won election sure. uh, I, I mean it's just it, it, it's just you know this you know when January 6th happened my dad called me as it was happening and he goes son can you believe what's happening in, in DC and I was like I really can't this is insane you know what he said to me he said this is what happens in Peru my son not in the United States of America mm. this doesn't happen here he goes, mm. what is going on with this country this country was founded and listen, we've never been perfect. We've had a civil war, sure. right? But over the last 100 years, let's not even say, let's just give him 50 modern, modern politics, modern. We've never had a president who incited the violent mob onto the representatives of our country. Uh, we've never had a president who never even called <laughs> the guy that beat him to congratulate him. Or to wish him good luck. He didn't leave him a nice note. Well, it's good. But it was, again, as I think I've told you plenty of times, Tommy, it was all about him. His ego was so hurt that he couldn't put the country above himself. Mm. And that, to me, is unforgivable. Yeah, That is one of many reasons why, to me, I didn't think he was fit to be president. Sure. Because he was so... And it, look, it's, it is who he is. I mean, right? He, he's not going to change. Yeah, We knew that we wouldn't. So I just have to say... I don't want to keep shitting on Trump. I, I, it's over. You know, I'm calling for unity. I'm over here talking about Trump. But, sure. but, but I think I think it's 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 we must remember, and we must know who did what, what happened, and who incited what, and never forget, hmm. because that's something that shouldn't happen in this country. Yeah. And it's a, that, that happens again. You know, where I grew up, where my dad grew up, yeah. not here. Yeah. And we should never let that become normal. Yeah. Um, that's just not okay. Left, right, middle. I don't care whether who the hell you are. So we hope that doesn't continue again. But I think in order to do that, we've got to have an aggressive policy that's going to help people. And so let's that will let's get that will go directly let's get into Joe Biden and what he wants to do. Win, so I made some notes. Win me over, Ernie, and give me some silver linings. I don't think I'll win you over, but I but I will tell you this: well, give me some silver linings, so I don't sit here and go, "Oh, it's all doom and gloom." I don't well, want to be that. I want to. Right. I want. Now, something keep in mind. Happen. Keep in mind. A Democratic president just won. We have a Democratic Senate and a Democratic House. So. At the risk of starting sounding too partisan, when you win an election, you want your priorities passed. I mean, mm -hmm. that's why you fight for power and you you campaign and yeah. right. So, 
I think the, the, the biggest business that we have to take care of is COVID. Yeah. But, but I made a point to write this down because I think this is important. You know, the first bill that the Biden administration already sent to Congress yesterday, or even maybe a bit today, I'm sorry, was the U.S. Citizenship Act of 2021. So it's an immigration bill. The very first thing they did, they vowed to the Hispanic community to pass an immigration bill uh, within the first 100 days. Now, whether that will happen or not, it's another, you know, who knows. Sure. But at least on day one, they are introducing that legislation. Now, that's a big deal, and that's a big constituency of obviously the Democratic Party. To people like me who know immigration, who understand um, the plight that a lot of immigrants go through, right? Um, as I've told you before, when we first moved here, I lived in an unfinished basement for a few months. Mm-hmm. So I get it. No, I've, I've never been poor. I've never not had anything to eat, so I'm not going to act like I was some. Sure. But I've been through hardship, too. I've been made fun of for the way I spoke when I was a young kid. So I understand what that's all about. I understand what that's like. And that could have been me. Easily could have been me uh, as a document. So by the grace of God, I'm not. So I don't have anything personally to gain from this, just so everyone knows. Some people may think, oh, this liberal just wants to become a citizen. No, nope, I'm already a U.S. citizen. Been, been it since 2012. But I, again, guys, you've got to understand, um, a lot of Hispanic people feel, a lot of Hispanic people know undocumented immigrants. And so they're good people. They work hard. They've been here, most of them, for over 10 years, over 65% of undocumented folks. They're part of your community. Um, I think most people, if you ask them what a, you know, about Hispanic people, they'll tell you they're very hardworking folks. So, uh, you know, none of them take anything for free. <laughs> that's, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, so this, what this bill will do is it will legalize, right, we're going to some specifics, the 10 plus million documented folks who've been here for a long time. Uh, it will give them an option to, so they have to be in the United States before January of 2021. Which is generous, I will admit. Maybe that can be something that can be negotiated. Because that is literally just like today, or like, you know, this week. This <laughs> yeah. Month. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it should be back to 2017 or something. Sure. I don't know. We can, maybe that's something you can negotiate, but that's just at least what they proposed, sure. right? Um, so most of living here, it, it gives you a work permit, and you can leave and come back into the country. And then you can apply for a green card once you pass a background check uh, and pay uh, taxes. Uh, and after that takes five years, I'm sorry, after five years of, of basically a status where you're protected, you apply for a green card. And after you have your green card, you've got three years, you apply for your citizenship. So it's an eight year path. It's not immediate. It's an eight year path. It's going to take a long time. Now you may not like that. I don't know. Um, you know, that's why I said what I said at the beginning, but I think that has been a, a priority of folks like me who've worked in politics for a long time to pass an immigration bill. It's a big deal. Sure. We did it in the Senate in 2013 and the house, as I told you in the past, I couldn't do it, but I think it's time. I think um, Hispanics voted for Joe Biden in a major way, partly because of this. This is a big issue to a lot of Hispanic folks. So um, I think it's huge, and I think it speaks to the priorities, and it really, I think, contrasts with what Donald Trump, I mean, immediately, right? Donald Trump comes on the elevator and immediately attacks immigrants. Uh, Joe Biden, on his first bill to the Congress, is to legalize the 13 million folks who are here. So change, talk about a change in priorities and contrast, right? Elections of consequences. Uh, and so that, you know, this to me was a, a big deal, um, as it should be. And, and I hope it gets done. I doubt it will get done if I'm honest with you. Um, I think other things are going to take priority. Well, because I think COVID is going to take priority. Okay. Um, I think, uh, healthcare is going to take priority if I'm, if I'm being honest, I think the president's going to be more worried about healthcare. I think he'll push, but you've got to remember that the United States Senate 
You need 60 votes to be able to pass anything. Democrats have 50 votes plus the vice president's of 51. That leaves you nine votes short of invoking cloture to break a filibuster. And so if you can't do that, you can't pass legislation, right? Um, now you can pass it via some other obscure, way, obscure ways. Obamacare, for example, was passed via what was called reconciliation without the need for 60 votes, simple majority. Um, uh, something to do with money, I, I don't really understand it. Some, some obscure procedure in Congress. But uh, don't get some stuff done that way. But the major bills, you can't pass an immigration bill via reconciliation. That's not going to happen. So you're going you're gonna to need at least nine, probably not 10 Republicans. And, you know, last time 13 of them voted for the bill, but those were different times. That was seven years ago. So. <laughs> that was that was that's light years, right? In politics, that is yeah, that is Especially light years. Especially in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one years. That's but I ask you, I ask you, what do you what do you think of what do you think of that? I mean, do you think that's a good idea? Do you think of some some on the right say so, and I've already seen, seen it today and they said, Oh, you know, it feels like you care more about folks who are not Americans and you sure. do about them. And, 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 and I certainly understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and for everything I, I will say, anyone can go back into any of the previous 322 episodes and, and cite me. Um, one thing I'd always kind of uh, get shit for is I would say um, I, I do believe abortion is, is murdering a, a, a child, as someone with a biology degree. But then I'd also say, and I think you should be allowed to. So it was kind of that, oh, fuck you. But I was like, biologically, I'm telling you what it is. But honestly... As someone that has an attitude, doesn't like people telling me in high school how long my hair can be, I've right. always said, despite me not agreeing with it ethically, I can't imagine someone telling me what to do with my body. So in that, I say this. Even in college, voted for Obama in 08, Romney in 2012. I was pre-med, wanted to be a doctor, didn't want any fucking shitty Obamacare. Straight up was just like, fuck that. One argument I did always make, and I made this then, and I've made this in past podcasts, is... You can't. One thing we can all agree on is this: is you shouldn't be able to be turned down in an emergency room, right? That's barbaric. I even said that at my farthest right point. I said you shouldn't be able to do that. Right. Well, if we've already established, and this was an argument I used to make in college, and when trying to get into medical school, I was like, despite being a Republican, I'll tell you why I don't truly hate Obamacare. I did, but I didn't, and it was this: is that everyone is still going to be able to go to the emergency room, so why not nip that in the bud? and just give them something because the reality is is if we can all agree that we're not shutting off the emergency room even the most far right guys would be like that's probably inhumane okay so we've covered that base thing right let's say that we agree that no one's allowed to starve and if at the last moment you can call 911 and say i need food and a a specialized drone will come drop a happy meal in your front lawn and we all agree that's probably good your child's starving you should be able to have food right there let's just make up this hypothetical thing well if we've all agreed upon this hypothetical thing that food can be delivered via drone. Why don't we just get a cheaper version of that and be like, yo, actually, fuck it. There's a section of Walmart you can go to and get a meal. Why don't we just chop out that expensive drone? So when I used to say about healthcare, as much as I don't agree with it, the reality is, is this is already a law that you can't be turned down. So why don't we just preemptively hit that? The reality is, is these people are here. They do work here. They're going to be part of social programs, and they're going to vote. This isn't. Well, they're not going to be part of social programs. Well, if what they I, are for, for at least eight years until they become a citizen. Point is, is what and, I'm saying. And is, and, and and that being said, mo, you know, I think we can. All, most people agree on this. Most Hispanic people do, don't like shit for free. They will work 
You know, so I, you know, will there be an increase? I'm sure some will be on it. Well, but point I, is, I, I don't have numbers to back it up. It's just, just me. Just yeah. You know, point is, is what I'm saying is they're here and they're working. Why not make them part of the tax base? If this is Tommy Country, it's all my way. The reality is, is this is something Tommy's podcast exists within Tommy's country. So even as my most far right workout every day looked like a fucking Nazi pre-med guy, and I still said, hey. There's going to be healthcare whether you like it or not. Might as well make no. a cheap version. So to answer your question in long form, I think it's going to happen one way or another. Yeah. Let's just do it. So I think, and here you may like this part. Part of this, part of the arguments that conservatives make to not pass any laws, they say, sure. well, Reagan did it in the '80s, and he did. I was about he to say, like yeah, didn't he? Million yeah. people, and, and they said, you know, it created a magnet for people when they came, and now you've got 13 million people. You know, 20 years later, mm-hmm. going to happen again, right? You legalize people, uh, come again. Well, part of this bill, a part of this, they're getting $4 billion over the next four years, so a billion per year to El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras to try and revitalize their economies, to make sure that people are happy there so they don't come up here. Now, we can debate whether or not it's a good policy, right? Should I give my tax money dollars to these countries? But the reality is, over the last 30 years, things haven't changed. Things have gotten worse, if not the same in those countries. People flee, they come to the United States. I would rather try and help them down there and give them money down there than having to use our resources and compete for our jobs and and create a whole new way of immigrants. So I think that that works to solve a couple of things and say, okay, no, I'm going to legalize folks here. I'm going to make you know make sure that their economies back home are solid so that they don't have to, you know, another wave doesn't come again in five or ten years. Because as I've said before, being an immigrant myself, you cannot take everyone in. It is literally impossible. You've got to have borders. Another part of it, too, is they're going to increase funding for border enforcement, for uh, security, uh, for officer training infrastructures at the border. So things like that. So the bill is comprehensive. It's not just, hey, let's legalize 13 million people and just fuck it. Right. It's going to have other measures at the borders. Make sure that we have things in place with them. If that's walls and that's walls, that's okay. Yeah, I get. Yeah. My 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 conservative take on it is, yeah, I would I'm definitely against giving money to those countries. And I would say more so. Why don't we have a middle ground? Sure, build a wall, but also double the size of the immigration centers where you have to legally come through. All right. If we're not going to let them all in, fine. I would personally, I would say don't give money to their countries, but I'd say let's maybe double the number of places where you can go and apply for citizenship. Right. If we're going to if we're going to if we're going to pull a plug over here, let's make sure we have two drains or three drains or four drains. But again, ultimately, yeah, that's my agree to disagree. But as you said, we gotta fucking talk. So let's talk. Back right. to you, Ernie. So that's what that's what the Democrats or what the administration is proposing. That's her first bill. So again, talk about a change of priorities, which to me, you know, I, I don't know if you remember this. I have been calling for Joe Biden for president since two thousand and fifteen. I know you have. <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought the guy I thought to me he was a continuation, I've told you before, of, of Obama. Yeah. He was his president. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a huge vindication to me that this guy gets it on in the very first well, season. You know what I was going to say is there's actually a huge vindication for you because there are episodes before he even got the nomination of you coming on here, episode like 30 or something. And you're like, Tommy, let me tell you who's going to run, who's going to win, Joe Biden. I was like, fuck you, Ernie. Tell me why. I'm I'm diabetic now with the amount of humble pie I've had to eat. So, <laughs> you know what, Ernie? No, you dude, fucking called it. Dude, because, because dude, can I talk? Listen. It's very simple. I told you this. They won. Three states. That was it. And you said that. And you Joe fucking was said that. To, yes. And Joe was able to flip two more. 
in Arizona. I'd never in my wildest dreams expected. I, I'm, I'm not kidding, dude. I didn't. I didn't even think John Ossoff and uh, Warnock would win the Senate. I really didn't. I thought sure. we'd lose. I'm not gonna lie to you. I really did, and I was wrong. And, I, and I'm so glad I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't believe it. Again, to me, it was the three states. People in those states know Joe Biden. He's been in the Congress for 47 fucking years. He's from Pennsylvania. He was born in Scranton. To me, it was so simple. You take the bombastic guy yeah. who is an entertainer, who's funny, that's fine. But in the middle of a huge peril of a pandemic, of people losing their jobs, it seems like he doesn't care. It seems like he doesn't. Ernie? Is. It's just so simple. To me, it was the simplest thing. I, I, you know what I might have to do? is I, might, I think I might have to go back. Because I think you've been on, I think, seven or eight times before this. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and I'm going to stitch together all the episodes. And it will conclude with this one, where it's the day after Biden is inaugurated. Surely, Ed, if i got to give respect, respect is due. And you fucking called it. So I think I might have to stitch together all those episodes and have it culminating with this. Ernie, is your freeze up again? Looks like Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, okay, you're back, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, it always like, it goes Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's fucking weird. I think I'm going to stitch all of your inner... previous episodes together. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard dude, that. That's, okay, that's okay. A... Yeah, I'll do it. You have my word. I'll do it. Ernie? Come on, internet. Ernie, I think that web on your end is, is freezing up. That's trash. Okay, we're, now? we're good. Go. Yeah. Yeah, dude, my internet's trash, hey, bro. I'm sorry. That's what it is. Don't worry. It's so bad. But, again, it's not that I'm, like, in love with Joe Biden or I think he's, like, some, you know, transformative figure. Let's be honest here. He was a damn racist in the 70s. Instead, <laughs> I mean, it's just the truth. He said, oh, I don't want my kids in the jungle book. I mean, right? How could I deny that? How could I deny the no, fact that no. it's on, on the, the black show that says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Like, What? What, what are you saying, dude? You sound like Donald Trump. You can't say that. Like, so I mean, let's be honest here, right? Yeah, I, I'm not an idiot. I, I, it's not like I you for. No, come on, guys. But at least this guy's trying. Ernie. Ernie. Folks, when he touched women, okay. it was wrong, right? Yeah. And so at least he's trying now in an old age. Is it enough? For people on the right, it will never be enough. Sure. But at least he's trying. Sure. What do we say, right? It will yeah. never be enough, but try. Sure. Sure. I'll see you on that. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? And so to me, that's a huge deal, especially coming from what we just went through with Donald Trump and what he said about minorities and now just and it was funny don't get me wrong i thought the guy was entertaining i thought he was hysterical <laughs> i think the guy's great i mean don't get me wrong i mean i really do i think i think he's a hysterical dude i just don't think he's fit to be president of the united states sure. <laughs> i just don't sure. you know what i mean but so um so that's that's the the immigration piece right which i think is a big deal now COVID, obviously that that's the big that's you know the, he's, asked, he's asked congress to pass a two trillion dollar uh, COVID relief package, right? Look at that. You got a you got a two trillion dollar bill, four hundred billion. Worth this down here, guys, so I, I can get the exact wording here. Four hundred billion for uh, uh, testing and to increase vaccine supply. Right? We're not vaccinating folks at a fast enough rate. Apparently, New York's about to run out of vaccine in two days. 
So that's a that's a huge failure. We've got to make sure that that doesn't happen anymore. Um, but four hundred billion for that, uh, a trillion for direct payments to America. So the fourteen hundred dollars remaining uh, to finish the job, as, as, as the president called it, and then four hundred billion and forty billion dollars emergency funds for cash poor small businesses, community cities. So it, it's a comprehensive approach. People say that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. But today. Uh, 900, we had a report come out from the Department of Labor, 900,000 people filed for unemployment this past month. A million people. That is the situation Joe Biden is walking into today. Today. The highest deaths of COVID uh, since the pandemic, or maybe not high, at least near highs, a million people. (laughs) I mean, it's, 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 it's bonkers, but we've got we've got to figure it out. And so this is Tommy where we need Republicans. And I understand in debating and saying, you know what, maybe two trillion is too much, but this is where we need the two parties to come together. This cannot be held up. This cannot I mean it's already it was already held up enough, you know, under the last administration with everything that was going on. And that was everyone's fault, not just Trump. It was Nancy's and it was and it was McConnell and it was everyone's. And Nancy had a Pelosi had a huge part to play as well. So guys, again, I'm a Democrat, but you know. I try to step out of my bubble for everyone who's watching. Mm-hmm. None of our leaders are perfect. They make plenty of mistakes. And it's okay to recognize them. It's okay to say that Nancy didn't get a quarter. The problem, and it should be recognized. And so that's how, that's how you keep them accountable, sure. right? If you always go, yes, oh, yes, the leader, that's not good. Yeah. You know, we, we need to get past that. But yeah. so... Um, so hopefully that will happen. But to me, that's a that's a big deal, right? That's on the domestic front, mm-hmm. right? So immigration, you know, 13 million folks, if we can get rid of that, you got COVID. And then I think the other thing, COVID obviously is huge. We could debate and, and spend a lot more time on it, but it was, the pivotal things were vaccine, um, vaccine distribution, PPE, uh, money to people who need it, right? Because I don't really need money. Now, if I'm going to get money, I'll take money, but I don't need it, right? And so, right? So... You know, I don't have a problem with that stimulus being more directed at those who need it. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Sure. I don't need two hundred dollars, but I'll take it. I'm trying to buy a house. I'll take it. So, <laughs> so that's important. And then I think what ties into all this, and I think the president is going to try and, and make this an issue, or he should, is healthcare. Right? Is is how do we get folks? How do we get more access to folks? Right? And this is where you and I are probably going to disagree. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Biden's plan, um, you know, is what a lot of Republicans call socialism. And if that's what you want to call it, that's what you want to call it. I'm not, you know, not going to debate that. But I will say that I think the Democratic Party has a mission, and it started with Obamacare, to provide, make sure that every health, every person in this country has affordable health care. Now, affordable is a key word, right? Because health care is expensive as heck. And, you know, no matter what we've done to try and curb the costs, we've curbed it a bit. But it's still always increasing. So um, I think the, the Biden plan was uh, to expand Medicare as a public option. So basically say, here's a public option. It's exactly the same thing as Medicare that people love or satisfied with. Um, and anyone over the age of 18 is can sign up for free. It's a public plan. And now, you don't have to sign up. To your surprise, that is actually something I do agree upon. And that's something that my, my fellow Trump supporters, again, kind of like me saying, I think abortion is killing, but I also think it's okay. That's actually something that uh, my conservative friends uh, yeah. do not agree with. But that's just to me. I'm like, 
I just think you got to have health care. At the very least, hell, keep people in work so you can tax them and keep right, getting money. Dude. You, <laughs> you know? can have any kind of growth. People yeah. spending 70% of GDP's consumer yeah. spending, my friends. You can't be doing that when everyone's dead. So, okay, well, then we agree. Now we can find the ways as to why. But I think, I think the Medicare, and again, it doesn't force anyone to anything. It's not a national takeover. Yeah. It's not ending private insurance. It's just saying, if you don't like your insurance, keep it. It's all yours. Do your thing. That ain't going to change. If you don't like your insurance, here's a public option for you. Sign up for free. Now, what you probably find over time, since it's free, so a lot of people, obviously, it's always going to be the, the needy first. Everyone who needs it is going to sign up immediately. It's going to be a lot of people. Probably 30, 40 million people. Easy. Because sure. about 20 million lost their insurance under, during the Trump presidency because he did away with the individual mandate. Uh, so people didn't have to have it. So they said, okay, screw it. We'll just not have it. Um, so a lot of people... But I think it's a good idea. I, I think it's a way to move forward. And I think it's a it's sort of a compromise between saying, no, it's got to be government, government run for everything, right? Because that's not going to work in America. It's just not, right? 184% of Americans get their health care insurance through their job. Yeah. You know, But again, if they had a choice or if they don't want to worry about not having to switch jobs because they have good health care, then they can go to the public option, right? You free people up to be entrepreneurs, to start businesses. They don't have to worry about... I can't leave my job because I can't afford insurance. You know, what if I get sick? Sure. You know, what about my kids? So How that was going to feel a lot of folks too. You get Give cancer and you're bankrupt. Yeah. Right. And as we've talked about before, I don't know the updated stats before Obamacare, but the number one cause of bankruptcy in this country was healthcare costs. And I told you this, right? 60% of those folks already had healthcare insurance. That's wild. That's fucking insane. Wild. That's insane. Wild. If that doesn't show you how fucked up the system is, what the hell does? And I and I the point of where uh, I was never you know I don't get agreed upon with uh, my fellow conservatives and is I mean Ernie you know my situation I you know I lost a sibling water. Keep talking. yeah 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 you're good you're good you're good Ernesto Isaiah looking sexy in his his white cotton shirt and his his in his his golf hat sad dad dance um, as you know Ernie I mean I, I lost a, a sibling to suicide and uh, you know I always. You know, after little insight, um, but still protecting my family's privacy. Is he attempted suicide several months before he committed suicide? After he attempted, he went and had to basically get, you know, forced public health care before he moved home. Then one thing I always think about is, you know, what if there was at least an option to have go and seen him? And, and you know, maybe there was. Maybe I'm using my brother's death, and maybe I'm not using it morally. Maybe he did have the option and didn't go. I don't know. But that is something I always think about is, you know, would that have maybe it only would have delayed it. Who knows? And I'm not trying to turn this. It don't to me, it almost feels like pulling the race card because I'm like, my brother no, wouldn't. No, no, but you, yeah, you, I think you, it, everyone should have access you know, to you know it. What you're getting down to, Tommy, I think it's just something fundamental that I haven't even made an argument for in so long because of how disruptive our politics have gotten. Because we don't talk policy. We just yell at each other. Yeah. And we're finally, I think, going to talk policy again. Yeah. What you what it goes to, and this is a core of the reason why I'm a Democrat, is it goes to the morality of our country. Sure. What kind of country do we want to be, really, if you think about that for a minute? We want to be a country where every single American, every person who's so lucky to call themselves an American citizen, has the ability to see a doctor and seek out help when they need it, shouldn't be a luxury for those who can afford it or have a good job. Yeah. Because... And it goes very much to the same minimum wage debate, which we may disagree on. 
well, they're flipping burgers. They need 15 bucks an hour. Well, they're doing this. My friends, the dignity of work is, is just, to me, I don't care what you're doing. If you're working 40 plus hours a week in the richest country in the world, my friends, you should be able to be able to feed your family. To get an apartment. Like, you should be able to get an apartment. This is America. Yeah. No, I agree with McDonald's, you. McDonald's, McDonald's, yeah. my friends, is billions of dollars in profits. They pay their CEOs millions of dollars a year. And you're telling me we can't afford to help those who literally keep those businesses open? Sure. I understand it's not the most luxurious job. I wouldn't want to be a, a McDonald's cook. Yeah, no, fuck that. I wouldn't want to be a server. I wouldn't want to be this. That's why I'm a professional. I work for a massive corporation. I'm kind of executive, dude. <laughs> so you see what I mean? So yeah. I understand all that, right? And I understand some folks are just lazy. and But the cost of living has gone up significantly over the last 30 years. It continues to go up, no matter if you raise the minimum wage or not. If you had kept the pace of minimum wage up with inflation, if the law said the minimum wage should raise with inflation, the minimum wage today would be $15 an hour, my friends. Hmm. That is a fact. And so I didn't know that. You know, we're not arguing for 30 bucks or 40 yeah. bucks. I mean, and so those to me, yeah, that's a fact. Feel free to look, look it up. No, no, no. And look. I was going to say for me, I, I just kind of like, you know, I, I don't morally agree with abortion, but I can't imagine someone ever telling me what to do. It'd be like if someone said, Tommy, you can't fuck until you get a vasectomy because you don't have the money to father a child. I'd be like, even though I don't want, I would just be like, fuck you, you know. So right. that being said, I can't speak on that because I admittedly don't know anything about economics. So I'm not going to take a left or a right stance. I'm just going to acknowledge my ignorance. I don't know. And so I'm not, I don't want to get sure. riled up. I mean, I mean, I mean look, the, the data says there is data, and I'm not an economist either. Sure. But I've obviously read on, on this stuff. You're just sexy. Feel free to look this up yourself. The data says, yes, there is a small increase in prices. This is true. They're going to make up somewhere, you know, for it. But it's, you know, it's not going to go up. Like, you know, you're not going to pay 10 bucks for a Big Mac. Matter of fact, you're already probably paying about $7 for a Big Mac meal anyways. Yeah. So that's already been going up. So the reality is, yeah, we'll go up. We're talking maybe 15, 20 cents nationally. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like it's going to it's gonna be some calamity. I mean, if that was the case, my friends, it would have already happened when we raised the minimum wage, right? Yeah. And, and so, but, but that, again, it speaks to a Democratic core. And the, and the reason why, you know, I'm a Democrat is because it's a matter of morality. Who are we fighting for? You know, sure. are, are we fighting to give tax cuts to people who make incredible amounts of money and are going to be just fine, whether you give them a tax cut or not? Or are you looking to help the people who can barely get by, yeah. who work 40 hours a week and still need government assistance? Yeah. I mean, it's it's to me, it's it's not even it's not even close. Yeah. Like whose well, priority should the government be? If if, <clears throat> if I if I may, I, w I would tie in how how I see it. What you're saying. Sure. People that can't get by, they can't even. This is America. Damn it. To me, that's where I would bring in the whole billion dollars to Guatemala, El Salvador. I would say, hey, you know, and this is where you get and might not mean you know, this is where people like myself were drawn to Trump because it was, hey, there's nothing wrong with taking care of America first. And I don't want to go back onto Trump. But the point is, is what you're saying. I'm with you. There's people that can't afford these things. But before we go give billions to El Salvador and Guatemala and wherever we put that here first. So that's that's kind of where my but back to what you're saying is like. We have to talk instead of sitting here. Here's being, the thing, right? Ernie, you and your billions of dollars back to the south. We're not getting anywhere. So, right. But that's the thing. We can do both. Sure. I'm telling you, we can do both. Now, you're going to tell me, oh my God, we're in so much debt. 
you know, we owe, how can you tell me we could do both? $27 trillion. We're never paying that right? back. Let's all accept that now. We're not. Well, but, I mean, let, listen, let's just be honest here. If you're going to tell me, I mean, again, it's a matter of priorities, Tommy. Sure. We just did it in the last administration. We just cut taxes for all Americans. You know what these guys always do, too, the trick? It's coming up. The tax cuts will expire during the Biden administration. You know oh, why they do that, right? Oh, those, they those dirty Democrats. So if you let them expire, the Democrats are raising taxes <laughs> on you. No, 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 no. You you literally wrote the law, and you wrote it for five years on purpose. So you got a political argument in five years to say, you want to raise taxes on America? Well, dude, you, if you didn't want to raise them, you should have made the tax cuts permanent. But, but you didn't. <laughs> Because you know it's bad math. You know you can't make it up. But that's but you know it's a smart strategy by Republicans, sure, right? It's sure. It's who, who's gonna who's gonna say? Oh, we're gonna raise taxes on everyone. What happens is the tax cuts for everyone except people who make two fifty, three hundred k. They stay the same, and then theirs go up. That's what the Democrats' fix has been. You can't do that forever. At some point, if you want to pay for what you want to pay for, you got to tax everyone. You know, maybe a little more. I'm not talking about 20 percent, but sure. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, Eisenhower administration. Just saying, the top tax bracket was like ninety percent to pay off the war debt. She was in the fifties and the in the fifties, and that's a fact. That's not something I necessarily agree with, but I'm just saying that that is a fact. So it's a fact, absolutely. Now it's not ninety percent of all of the income, right? It's a, it's a okay. person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it's you. Not, you know, it's not like they're taking. If you make hundred k, you're gonna no, Ernie. The, no, those Democrats were literally putting us against the wall with guns in our heads, and they said, they said, Mat Setong. And you know, you'd have to say yes, the great leap forward, or they'd shoot you. That's a fa- no. I got you. But 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 again, so healthcare, the minimum wage, those are issues that not only are they economical, you can make economic arguments, you know, from those issues. But at the core, it's at the core of who we are as a country, Tommy. You know, you know, I I think the United States of America. What do we do? We go and we help out people, as we've been discussing all around the world, who need help. We go and fight wars for them. We go and rebuild their countries. We go and make sure that. Uh, canals and passageways of free, free, you know, are free so that there's commerce. We do that all around the world. Yeah, yeah. We should be able to do that for people at home, and we do it for some. Sure. But that's the difference, right? And and that's why. I mean, again, it's morality. Do you want to be the country that lets people die because they couldn't afford to go to the doctor? People who postpone appointments yeah. because there's not enough money. Because it's too expensive. There's got to be a way. There has, there, and that's. I mean, again, if we've afforded everything we can afford, we can afford to help our own people. And that's and that's one thing I always do say. And as a, and I'd like to point out for my own ego's sake, I'm not a Republican. I'm a conservative. Fuck them. If I one thing I look at it, I'm like, hey, I try to look at it as like a challenge. I don't look at it as a this is a, a communist thing, even though I do throughout that term a lot, and I always will, unapologetically. But if all these other first world nations can do it, why can't we do it? And then I try to put it as a challenge. I'm like, why can't we do it? And why can't we be the best? Why can't we have that 1969 Apollo moon landing feeling about it? We'll do it, and we'll do it not because it is easy, but because well, it tell, is hard. Tell me, I, I'll tell you why. And, and this goes to the, the cynicism in me. And you know, it's not only Republicans do this, right? Republicans do it too. Since we're talking healthcare, I mean, can we agree on this? In the last. 60 years of American politics, which has been the party that has tried to extend health care? The Democratic Party, correct? Sure. It's, it's always been correct. the Democratic Party. Correct. At least at the national level. At the state level, Mitt Romney did it from uh, a few, few other staff as well. But at least on a national scale. And so 
when we try to do this stuff, we get called socialists. We get told that we're going to ruin America. I mean, Obamacare, right? And for all of your subscribers who are watching this, guys, what is Obamacare? You and I have had this discussion. You know, people said Obamacare, oh, it's socialism. Oh, it's the end of America. Government run healthcare and takeover. It's going to destroy who we are. Remember, that was 10 years ago, my friends. The law is still the law of the land 11 years later. We've insured 20 million more people. We've made sure the healthcare costs are at the, are at the, uh, the slowest uh, increase, rate of increase in 50 years. Really? Yeah. Now, it's still increasing, right? It, it, right. Th- that's no solace to people who say, well, my fucking bill went up $600. I don't care about slowing. It's just an average in the entire country, yeah, yeah, right? I, I but yes, right? Part of that was due to the recession, you know, when we're coming out of the recession earlier in, in the in the teens. Um, but that's just true because it changed the way uh, that Medicare paid out doctors. It wasn't any more per visit, but rather it was per outcome. So if your patient got better, then I'm going to pay you more and you don't need to get that patient in again. You see what I mean? So it changed the way Medicare and Medicaid paid out, uh, paid out physicians, which was a big, big deal in, in how they were spending, what the federal government was spending. So... But guys, so those are a few goals. But you know, what is it? I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna attack something, I hope you know what the hell you're attacking, right? And so the reality is, it did a couple of things. We talked about this. I don't want to get too into the weeds, but it reformed the um, it reformed the uh, insurance industry into what kinds of protections. So the most popular things of Obamacare, for example, you can stay up in your insurance until you're 26. Uh, it closed a donut hole for seniors on Medicare who. Uh, we're going to get an extra $600 uh, in terms of there was like a whole literally it's a weird thing. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A percentage for an amount and then another percentage but they didn't get a percentage. There's a weird middle. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, so it, clo- it closed the donor hole for those guys. It changed the law, my friends, to tell insurance companies, listen, you can no longer discriminate based on pre-existing conditions. You can, um, which is obviously a big deal. You can no longer have lifetime caps. So before the law was, I've paid Every month I get cancer, your policy said, sorry, you can only spend $100,000 a year. So if you hit your $100,000 mark, you're shit out of luck. Sorry, you could have been paying for 50 years, your premiums, you never were sick. But sorry, you hit your cap for the year, so tough luck, buddy. That was the reason why people were going bankrupt. Because they hit their caps, they didn't have any money, they had to max out the credit cards, they had to get loans. Fuck. Guys, we changed that. Barack Obama and Obamacare changed that. So, you know, those are big popular things that was one side. That was a regulation of how the insurance industry charged uh, and classified Americans. You then have the actual insurance plan piece, the the pools in the markets, the marketplace, right? That was a disaster in, in, in the rollout uh, in, in 2013 or 12, 13. Um, what do those do? Those literally put people in one state, so the state of Georgia, everyone who was uninsured, you pulled them all together into one group and you said, okay, it may make more sense if instead of Ernesto just trying to get a policy with the big three, I've got a few hundred thousand people that need a policy now. The power of economics, right? Now I'm yeah. bargaining as a group, yeah. as big companies do. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll get a lower price. Guys, it's economics. Big, bad communism, socialism. This is literally what it was. Er- Ernie, like, you, Ernie, you are like the you are like the Uncle Tom for like white conservatives that like you like ease the break of liberalism you're hispanic guy talking economics 
in a fucking not in a fucking like but master's hat and a, and a polo it's ernie it's like ernie you're like the pre-packaged uncle tom yeah. you're your uncle or your uncle tom your uncle tom t-o-m-a-s you're hey man white people white people are very comfortable with me because i grew up with them so, <laughs> yeah, yes. no, for, for everyone listening ernie i have been friends since fall 2009 but no but yeah. but seriously yeah no but, okay yeah. so you know what i mean guys so and, and and then now here's the part where we can disagree and this is why this was a democratic plan it was more government to an extent I will obviously give you that because we think government can can help. Sure, we could vehemently disagree on that. I have, that's just a philosophical difference. That's that's a that's a favorite right. color. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But what we did is we said, okay, we're going to pull everyone together. You know, we then are going to mandate in the law that everyone has to have insurance, so that everyone is has skin in the game. Because if you don't have skin in the game, what's going to happen is the people who need it most, the older, the sick, are going to go get the insurance. Going to skew more high risk. Mm-hmm. Prices are going to rise. But if you have the healthy folks like you, like me, in the pool. You help them to subsidize some of that cost for those older, silver, sicker folks, right? Yeah. Just and, the way. And the point being works. is, is this is what I came back to, even pre-med, super far right. I would say I was more far right then than I am now. The me then would say, and as much as I don't like this government stepping in, the reality is, is they you are still going to offset that insurance because if they don't get any, they're going to go to the ER. And guess what? Next time you go to the ER. You're, if you play Grand Theft Auto, when you have a small bank account and you go get shot up by a newsie and you die, your bill is about $5. Later in the game, after you do the final heist at the not Polito Bay, but the um, uh, the Union Depository, and you get $20 million. If you'll notice, every time you die and go to jail, guess what? $5,000 for a respawn. What? So, point being is... There's, it's almost there's no such thing as a free lunch. It does no, get subsidized one one way or another. The federal government already had a pot of money that it gave hospitals. Yeah, didn't get paid. yeah. We yeah. were already subsidizing these people. Yeah, yeah. It's, like we were already doing it. And, and instead, the, we really said, no, 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 no. Now you got to pay for yours. And, and the thing I come back no to is the thing I come back to is is everyone, Republican and Democrat, you ask, will say no. You shouldn't be able to turn someone away to an emergency department. So if you agree with that, then you agree with subsidies. If you don't agree with that, okay, I guess, you know, I guess I respect your cold-hearted psychopathy, right. you know, I guess, but, you know. But you're not a human being, not in today's society. Right? <laughs> no, no, so, yeah, yeah. So, so that's correct. So we pull people, hopefully that brings down costs, to make sure that everyone's in the pool so that, again, we're trying to hold down costs. That That's the, the, the imperative here, right? And then for those who cannot afford, since you're making them buy insurance, the, the government is going to mandate that, you, that that was the individual mandate. If you're going to mandate, and then those who cannot afford it, you got to do one of two things. You expanded Medicaid, Medicaid eligibility expanded a little bit. That was another part of Obamacare. The second piece was if you didn't qualify for Medicaid, then okay, we'll help you to pay for the for the plans. Guys, private insurance plans, not government plans, not Medicare plans, private insurance plans. Kaiser Permanente, Cigna, whatever you want to think of. So guys, yes, it's a little bit of government subsidy to help some folks which Democrats think is a good idea. Some people don't, and I respect that opinion. It's just a philosophical difference. But that, my friends, is not communism. <laughs> Helping folks what that to is, just get a private health care yeah. insurance is not communism. What if it's you can say it's assistance, yeah, you can say it's government help. This is true. If philosophical disagreement right. comes down to, let's put it to a vote, and that's what right. it is. Elections right. have consequences. And then keep in mind, the Republican Party had the majority for the first two years of Trump's presidency. They could have repealed Obamacare, and they never did. Yeah. Why? Because there's no alternative to it. Yeah. If you go back to what was happening before, you're going to take away all the protections. And here's the thing. If you still keep the protections, 
that you do away with everything else, and the costs are going to skyrocket. Because all your mandating insurance companies cover all the stuff, or at least things that are going to make things more expensive. But you're not going to pull people anymore. People are out on their own. It's going to make things way more expensive. Obamacare isn't perfect, but it was just a way of helping. So, guys, if you're ever going to complain about Obamacare, make sure you listen to this, okay? Give it some thought. You can disagree fundamentally on whether or not the government should have been involved. We can definitely disagree on that. I think we should have. But it's not communism. It's not socialism. I see people on Facebook who say, oh, I, oh you voted for Joe. Oh, I hope you're happy with what you're getting. Those people who are who will post and they'll say, oh, look today, dollar, dollars, $1.95 gas and interest rates are so-and-so. And it is so ignorant. My friends, the president of the United States does not control gas prices. The president of the United States can have a small effect by releasing reserves. We're talking maybe 15 cents to save and, money. And reserves that's come it. down to a national security argument. And that's exactly. And, 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 the, and the interest rates, my friends, is not due to the president. The president doesn't pick the interest rates. It's the Federal Reserve, my friends. It's the way the economy is, my friends. The reason why it's been so low is because we had a major recession 10 years ago. And we never fully, we recovered for sure. But it obviously, the people who are way smarter than all of us combined who set these rates, obviously never thought it was a good idea to keep raising them. Yeah. So my friends, that has nothing to do with the president of the United States. That's what, called monetary policy. What are you trying to say? My friends, think, look it up, please. Yeah, it's, I, I texted, and you, you've met him, but I'll, I don't know if you'll know him. I, I won't say his name, but one of my best friends who I've known since middle school, uh, super liberal guy you know i kind of texted him yesterday and i was like hey I, like, I need to eat my own words i was like biden won and you know i you know for my own like soul growth i have to acknowledge i lost and he goes he goes yeah and that's good he goes but dude just so you know local politics will affect your life more so than obama well, that's, or that's trump true. ever will and i was like really and he was like he sent me some examples and i was like well fucking a that's very true. That's very true. At least locally. Yeah, that's very true. Zoning, <laughs> yeah, he was regulations. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like we can share no, no, rah rah whoever, but he was like, dog, your like curfew laws or your open container laws or your new highway off ramp. He's like, dog, that's that's your county people that meet three miles yeah. from your house. He was like, yeah. go get involved there. Okay. No, that's so, very yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's very true. Yeah. So that is important. You can. keep it okay. your local business. Very yeah. true. I've worked in state government, so yes, this is true. But so, what else you got in your notes? So no, to me, to me that you know, those things are a big deal. So healthcare, I think, is something he should take on. Again, it's a morality, you know, issue for Democrats, and that's domestic policy. Now let's talk foreign policy because that's yeah. another huge deal. Yeah, uh, that the former president, in my opinion, made a mess of. Right when we when we discussed um, the fact that the president of the United States did not stand up to Donald Putin, uh, uh, putting. Uh, a price on American soldiers' heads, a bounty? Yeah. That's not okay, my friends. I don't care who you are. If you consider yourself an American and you love your country and you love the 1% of our population who voluntarily fights for us, yeah. you're not willing to stand up to a despot and to tell him he was wrong? You're not willing to say anything when they're cyber attacking your agencies and hacking into your departments? Because Donald Trump didn't. So that to me is a, a big deal. And listen, if I'm wrong, 
I hope I am. No, he said uh, something. Great, show, great book on. Pretty damn control not. Great book on that. An author I had on Garrett Graff, G R A F F, who wrote one of my favorite books, Raven Rock. He wrote another book that I highly recommend to everyone listening. It's actually a very intriguing listen. Dawn of the Code War. And it's about the big four, Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea, and their attacks on the United States and how much bolder they're getting. And I think it takes place from the second half of the Obama administration. I think it was written in, like, 2018. So, but that that is a good book to see, like, hey, dude, uh, they fuck with us. And, hey, yeah. we fuck with them. But, you know, of course, we, of course we do. You just don't hear that. But, yeah, sorry, to, to your point. No, it is no, it is a big but, thing. But, but that, you know, that's a, that's a huge deal. I mean, to me, that is a dereliction of duty. He is the commander in chief of the armed forces. If you cannot stand up for your soldiers, why should you lead them? Sure. I mean, to me, it's just that simple. Sure. Uh, again, part of many reasons why I'm so happy this guy's no longer in office. But um, so, but the biggest thing to me is repairing alliances. You know, bringing America standing back uh, in you know in the world. Um, you know, you may disagree with me on this. That's okay. I think you will. I suspect you will. Um, Donald Trump, in my opinion. Um, I want to choose my words carefully because I don't want to be Donald Trump didn't represent America at its best. I'll say it that way. Sure. Um, I think as as always, it was about him. Um, it was about how he looked, how he seemed. Remember when he pushed the guy out of the way to be in front because he's the president? Yeah. yeah. You know, those are things that you know that you do when you're like six years old. I mean, not when you're seventy four years old. Or you're drunk. a powerful man on the planet. Yeah. Like, give me a break. But so to me, I mean, again, the berating of NATO, the berating of our allies, of Germany, of France, people who have bled and fought with us um, needed to stop. It has stopped. Joe Biden is going to repair those alliances to make sure that America's hurt. Again, we're rejoining the World Health Organization. We're rejoining the Paris Climate Accord, um, which, again, in my opinion, are smart things. Uh, it's something that we should have never left to begin with. Um, I think in regards to Iran, that's going to be a big, big deal. Um you know, he tore up the nuclear deal. Iran is now again spinning centrifuges of uh, uranium. Uh, of uranium, yes, to come up with bombs. So we are n- literally, by the definition, we are in a world today now where Iran is on its way to making a nuclear weapon again. When they had stopped doing so in 2016, um, so that is just a fact. Um, and they, by the way, we had in, international inspectors, so we knew that was the case. We didn't just take them at their word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were going in there. Yeah, yeah, no, right? yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm aware. Right? Yeah. Right. So, well, for maybe those who may not, just you know, sure. You know, never take anyone at their word. You got to make sure that you know, especially those guys. Yeah, check the. Um, so that's going to be a big challenge, right? How do you? Will they rejoin the accord? Will they now want to, you know, negotiate a whole new one, which doesn't may not lead to success, right? Because they may now ask for new things. And so what it means is, in the meantime, however long that takes, that negotiation process, we're still, every day that passes, closer to a nuclear Iran. And if that's the case, that's going to be a big deal because you're going to see an arms race around the entire region. It's going to be a huge problem. Huge problem. We don't want to see it. No one wants to see it. So... You know, that's a big deal. North Korea, what do you do with them? The president, former president, tried. I'll always give him credit on that. He didn't get much done. Yeah. Uh, we're basically in the same boat we were in four years ago. Yeah. Uh, now, to his credit, that's not an easy thing to fix. Yeah. And Joe Biden may not fix it, and maybe no one will fix it. Maybe we'll lead to war one day. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but, you know, but at least a, he tried. I think yeah. every president's kind of, they're handed a, a flaming pile of dog with that. I mean, and yeah, I mean, obviously, as a Trump supporter, I'll give him credit. But no, that is, I mean, 
what do you do with that, right? You get this right. crazy despot with twenty million people living under a thumb and gulags and concentration camps. That's not a yeah, yeah. It's it's absolutely wild. But I think internationally, again, committing the respect of our allies. You know, the phrase he always says, right? America's back, and it really, very much feels that way. Sure, um, it feels like the world has said, "Okay, Jesus." Like, so, okay, guys, that was that was crazy. That was. <laughs> That's the, it's the morning. That's the next morning where you wake up in the the dorm room, drunk, and you and your buddy. You know, it's you and me waking up with two empty vodka bottles and like mustard down our fronts, and like Nintendo still running and the showers on. And it's like, um, so I need to go back to my room, Ernie. You're like, yeah, I need a. You're like, I need a, I need to call someone. <laughs> you know, kind of like that was fun, Tommy. We probably shouldn't. We probably shouldn't do that again, Ernie. No. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, so um, take it as it was. But but no, I, I mean I think that will you know, go a long way. I mean again, being serious about climate change, which is a, a foreign, it's, I think it's an security, it's, it's, it's a foreign a, policy issue because you have to deal with the rest of the world. It's to and make sure that it's that yeah that you know that they abide. Um, those are big deals, but but I think people know Joe. He's been again. He was a VP just six years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago. Mm-hmm. So he you know, he definitely understands the issues and. Um, I mean, I think those are the biggest things. I think those are the things you should focus on. I think those are the things that we've talked about today. And the administration should spend most of the political capital on because you know, about a year in, he ain't going to have much left to pass, or you know, political, at least the political capital, to try and do what he wants to do. And so the first 100 days are, are you know, critical. Um, and thereafter as well, but at least the first 100 days, you know, one of his goals is to vaccinate 100 million folks mm-hmm. in the first 100 days. Mm-hmm. So if we could do that, we'd, that's a third of the country go a long way, uh, sure. or a fourth, I guess, a, a third, uh, sure. into, um, into improving things. And, and then obviously, you know, has executive orders on um, if you're you know, traveling uh, interstate, we have you have to wear a mask. If you're in federal property, you have yeah, to wear yeah, a mask. yeah, federal, yeah, all property, just, but, yeah, within sense. buildings, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw. Um, so, you know, I mean, to me, that's, you know, I don't know how that feels to you. I don't know if you think that's the death of America, but I hope not. I mean, I, I hope we, we can we can feel like, and maybe this is not so much for you, but maybe for somewhat of your, of your listeners and maybe folks who are lean conservative. You know, guys, one thing I will say, and I've always been on me, will be my witness. I've said this for every president. I've said, you know, when Trump won, I said the same thing. I said, I wish him success. You did. Uh, I, because he's our president. There's video evidence on this yeah. podcast yeah. of you saying in January 2020, Tommy, I don't like the guy. I think he's an idiot, but God damn it, he's your president. And I, remember, I vividly remember your Facebook post when he went to North Korea. And I remember you saying, this is back in like 2018. And you were yeah. like, and you're like, to everyone wishing this guy bad, you were like, fuck you. You're like, he's the right. president of the United States. And you're like, denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula is a good thing. Godspeed, Mr. President. And I was right. like, that's Ernie. That's a motherfucker I can work with. And I said the same thing when he won the election. I made yeah. a, a post. And yeah. I said, you know, I didn't wish him. I didn't want him to win. He won. He's our president. And, you know, I had all these people. Oh, you're so classy and you're so great. And look, I don't do it for the accolades, guys. I do it because I'm trying to set a damn example. This is Which, what we need to and The thing is, is your example has worked because that's why I reached out to you yesterday and said, please come on. Because I need, I mean, truly be the change you want to see in the world. Ernie, not trying to suck your dick, you know, but I'm following your precedent. I saw you say that. I'd see all your liberal friends comment, Ernie, you turncoat. And you'd be like, dude, this isn't. So, you know what? I have to follow your precedent because now the tables have turned and now, you know, I'm in the position you were in. So how do I want to be looked at? 
And I'll tell you what, I'll give you a prediction right now. We'll see if I'm right or not. I don't think Joe runs again. I think Kamala runs, and I think she gets clobbered by whatever Republican runs in 24. I'm telling you, dude. I'm, t- I'm telling you, dude. I, mean, I, hope, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, sure. I think it's. I think I'm just going to I really do. I, I appreciate your 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 candid uh, nature, but no, but seriously, Ernie, I, I would say that no, the way you've acted uh, online is not for uh, is not uh, in vain because it has what's inspired me to go. Hey, yeah. I was wrong, and like you said right before we start recording, you're like, it's no one likes to lose. No one likes to lose, dude. No one like. Hey, no one likes to lose Tom Brady from your team. It sucks, yeah. but guess what? A new season starts. And here we are. So, and, and, and again, guys, think of how blessed you are to live where you live. Think of how lucky you Ultimately, are. Ultimately, here I am with air conditioning and heating, a, a brand right. new jacket I got for Christmas on a MacBook, new microphone. Right. Have this, And you know what's even better is I live in a country where I'm free to openly say, Ernie, I don't agree with you. And then that's it. The Gestapo doesn't break down my front door, right? Exactly. And exactly. so, yeah, and it's – I always look back. Civil War, World War, not so much World War One, Great Depression, Dust Bowl, World War Two, Cuban Missile Crisis, 9-11, 2008, COVID. We've got through all those things. I think this is, is it, do we got an uphill, uphill battle? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think we're fucking, I think we're standing on the shoulders of some freakish giants. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'll tell you, you know, another thing that I think to me is important, right? And, you know, Tommy's pinning me down to be an angel here. Guys, I'm a partisan myself too, right? Uh, sometimes I am getting my own head in my own bubble and sure. try not to. But here's what I don't do, or at least try not to do, or I try very hard not to do until like, I'm just like, you are fucking insane. I don't know what else to say to you. Like the kid who told me that Joe Biden was equivalent to bin Laden. Well, that's, I don't know if you saw that. No, but you know that I can tell you but, as a Trump supporter, being called a Nazi and on CNN the other day, it said, uh, unlike Trump, uh, ISIS didn't have a constituency. I can tell you that hey, that doesn't help win anyone over. Sorry to interrupt, but it doesn't. Right. Nor does it help to call Biden Bin Laden. It's just we're not getting anywhere. Which goes to my point. We are adults. I'm 30 years old. I'm a young adult, okay? Young, good-looking, so successful, single, for everybody listening, single. Yes, and successful. <laughs> but to buy a condo in Buckhead, let's mm-hmm. go, just, just, You know, just where it is, he's got an open bed. He's got a cat, big old cat. Got a new car, too. Ooh, yes. ooh, ooh, look at that hat. Look at that shirt. This guy takes care of himself. Ernie, give him a smile. Oh, give him a smile. That's what I always said. The first time you were on, I said, this is this episode's with Ernesto Azejo, my dentally gifted friend, because he's got a... <laughs> <laughs> it's like episode five or six. It's, Yeah. But yeah, they have choppers. Beautiful. But, but yeah, we're all adults. But, but dude, no, so so we're all adults. You know, do what your mother taught you when you were a child. Respect people. You can disagree without calling someone a libtard or yeah. a fascist or a racist. Yeah. Right? Guys, like I saw today this post and I, I, I almost commented, but then I was like, you know what? What is the point of me going to? Yeah. I mean, this guy was just shitting on this other guy just insult after insult after insult and i'm just like why do you think you're gonna get out of this if you're insulting the guy yeah and it wasn't just the guy all lip liberals are stupid and idiots and and i'm just like do you really believe the 84 million americans any or 81 i'm sorry any blanket statement are in dumb nature is or idiots 
Like, exactly. Do we really believe that all Trump voters are racist? Well, well I was going like, to say what that really, is. Is like, that blanket? You really believe that? That, like, that? How stupid can you be? That blanket generalization is what racism is, right? All blacks, all Checks. all Democrats, all Trump supporters. The, the that's what it is. Is saying this generalized? Really? really, that guy over there? Really, Ernie right here? Literally. Tommy? Right, really? I mean, yeah. So that's not going to help. You know. So guys, let's talk to each other. Let's have a con. We can disagree. That's okay. Yeah. We can say I think you're wrong. I think your way is is you know is going to. Bankrupt the country. We're gonna to have to race to act. We can make a political argument without having to be an asshole. For and goodness and sake, without hating each other, right? And I try to do that. You do. You know, I try. Sometimes I don't. You know. I, sometimes people are so just damn intolerable. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I, I, I have no. I tried to be nice to you. Hey, there's plenty of evidence say. on this podcast of me getting on here and just start yelling about how much I fucking hate what the left's doing, and then I watch that episode in hindsight and I go, man. I was really making a fool of myself. I don't take it down because I like to fucking embarrass myself. When I look back at it, if I'm not, if I don't, I always describe it as when my friends are like, how come you, you know, how come you have Ernie on? I'm like, well, because Ernie is liberal and I'm conservative and we're, we disagree on a lot. Why do you no, have him on? I don't consider myself a liberal. I told you this. You're a liberal. What? Yes, sir. I don't consider myself a liberal. Okay. Democrat. Uh, oh, I'm a Democrat, but I would say I'm center left. Center left. I don't, I don't call myself a liberal. You're, liberal Ernie, you're Ernie, Ernie and I'm Tom. No. I'm no damn Bernie Sanders. Okay. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but the point the point is, is I work in fintech sales, my friend. Yeah, the, the, I, I yeah. The the point <laughs> is the point is is I like having you on because it's like when you're working out and then you add a little weight to the bench or something and it hurts. Well, that hurt is you getting stronger. So when I have Ernie on, and it's not it's not hot under the collar like oh, I fucking hate you. What it is. As I describe it as, it's this uneasy moving in my stomach. And what is that? It's the feeling of, oh, fuck, I might be wrong about something. And I'm, it's being video recorded. So I, so I got to, you know, but that's why I do it is because, and you know what? In four years, I hope to be, you know, 2008, liberal, 2012, conservative, 2016, liberal, 2020, conservative. In four years, I hope to be arguing versus the left. And in four years, I hope Ernie's arguing about me to why the conservative should be president. And then in eight years, I hope it's backed because that means we've grown. And that's, but yeah, so. I doubt that will happen. But, sure. But. And I doubt I will. But the point is, but, I have that wish for growth. You know what, dude? No one thought Trump would be president four years ago. So you never know what the hell can happen. You never Seriously. know. You, you never fucking, especially in politics. Yeah. Four years is a, a a a different universe almost. So, um, but no, guys, I would really encourage that, right? I mean, most of my friends are Republicans. Um, and so to me, you know, I've said this plenty of times. I don't wake up and I go, oh, you know, this morning I'm Ernie the Democrat. How happy am I? That's not how I wake up, guys. Yeah. I wake up and I go, Yep, my dog is my cat. Love with all my heart. How lucky am I to be in this beautiful country? How lucky am I? Let's go get. That I get to up. work from yeah. home. That I can make my sales calls in the comfort of my home. That I can go to an office. Um, how lucky am I? And so, you know, all these fights and political disagreements—they are important. Um, and you know, principles are a good thing, right? If you have principles, stick to them, right? Um, but never let principles stand in the way of progress, right? It's just common sense. You're not going to get always what you want. And that's okay. Yeah. That's why we live in a country where 
as Tommy was saying, you can have a different opinion and not get gunned down because you don't toe the party line yeah. or the government line. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's pretty it's pretty incredible. So it just is. remember that. Remember that the other party is not your enemy, for goodness sake. They disagree with you. We just disagree, guys. For goodness sake. This has got to stop this vigil. It just has to stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, can you know di- what I you mean? Can disagree, just... You can disagree, and then you can go back to drinking McCormick's out of a bottle and playing Rainbow Road, right? Yes. <laughs> but we're going to do that soon. He's going to visit me. He says. Right. I, got the new yeah, Mario I will. Kart. I will. And we're going to do the updated Mario Kart. I got the old Mario Kart, now in black and white. The color went away. The color um, went away? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Old, dude. I've had that shit for like 20 years. Yeah, you're sure. I mean, N64. <laughs> but that's but that's what i mean that's what i mean though is like that's what's important is like it's not ernie the democrat it's like ernie the friend i've known since i was being a pledge in a fraternity ernie the friend i've had since i was living there ernie the friend i had when i'm transferring to uga ernie the friend i had that reached out and donated five bucks to the charity i started when my brother committed suicide ernie the friend i have when i'm first starting the podcast hey ernie i need some guests i'm starting this new thing will you come on sure thing my guy that's Ernie. That's me. He. No, man, but, it, you know, again, man, this stuff is important. And, and guys, you know, a lot of y'all may be disappointed about Joe Biden. Um, I, I know how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt four years ago. <laughs> um, you know, I, I will say it's the first time I've had to face defeat because, you know, when I got involved was 08. Mm-hmm. And Obama won both his elections. I thought at, at the national level, of course, in Georgia, we've lost plenty. Sure. That's a, that's a fact, but at least at the national level. Um, and I will say, don't despair, because they said in 2008, oh, Obama's issuing a new majority that's going to give us a majority forever, and Democrats are going to do this and that, and then we lost everything in two years. Um, you know, we thought, oh, no way, Trump is going to win, there's no way, Hillary, and then he, and then he won. Uh, and then they said, oh, you know, Trump no is like, lose. and then So, guys... Shit happens, shit, it comes, it goes. Um, it's part of it. It sucks. But I promise when you woke up this morning, you still felt the same as you did yesterday, did you not? And the reality is. I remember thinking to myself, man, I'm relieved I'm, you know, and, you know this is Biden's president now, but honestly, what has changed in I, my life? I woke up and I and still what looked in change? the Yeah. No, I look. I woke up, looked in the mirror, and still said, "Fuck, I gotta lose a little weight." You know, exactly. still said, "Shit, I gotta go to the gym." Oh, this hot oh, shower is good. Fuck, I'm sorry, I'm gonna take the day off today. Oh, I'll go ooh, back tomorrow. Oh yeah, do this. Oh fuck, I gotta get the mail. Fuck, it's cold outside. Come on up here, and I'm laughing with Ernie the same way I was laughing pre-COVID. Like when Trump was president. When the when biggest news. Yeah. When you were on before Kobe died, rest in peace. But before Kobe died, like yeah. it's so ultimately it is. It's like. One, that's one thing I always think about is like if you could just record my whole life and then mute it so it's like a silent film like in 1800s and it just shows me you could even do the piano just me running around for the last 30 years aside from the fact that I'm getting older and you could tell that it's more years have gone by you would never be able to tell who was president exactly. because you could never go hey look there's the part where you know he was where he was you know uh, forced draft into the military because that didn't happen you know, where's the where's the one? Oh, see there, see how I'm walking around with a broken leg because I had to have Obamacare. Didn't happen. Oh, did you see him there? Because that see how everything's great, you know, because America was great again. Didn't happen. And if you, look you know, at, you, you know, you, you know what I what, what I don't understand, and I think it happens. 
I think the right has a sentiment today. There's definitely some elements of it on the left. But, you know, a lot of these folks, for whatever reason, think that the government is just out to get them. That the government is coming to take your freedoms. I mean, I've seen so many people say, oh, but now you're, oh, good luck. Now that Biden's president, your freedoms are all gone. Oh, the America we left is gone. And it's like, where does that come from? Like, I really legitimately do not understand that fear. Like, I don't have that fear at all. Well, I don't think anyone's messing with me. I don't think anyone's getting in my face. I don't think anyone's coming for me. I, well, it's 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 what I addressed in my cognitive dissonance episode last week, where I looked at my liberal friends over the last four years. Not Ernie. Ernie, you're more level-headed. Like you said, still biased as myself, still biased. Yeah. But I looked at a lot of my farther left friends, and for four years, it was you'd think that they were at a perpetual funeral. They'd be like, another day in Trump's America. And I'd be like, yeah, like, okay, I, I get it. You don't like him. I get it. He's got a fake tan. He's on his third wife, and he's a bit of a douche. Like, I get it. But, like, nothing's happening. Like, nothing's ha- the, the reality is, is your life is as boring as it was before. And so when – Until January 6th. Until January 6th. Yes. <laughs> then it yes, became real. I would agree with you. Until then, I think you did – I mean, he incited. Yeah. I mean, he said it. You have to go to the Capitol. You got to be strong. You have to rep Mo Brooks from Alabama. Today is the day we start kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. Yeah. You've got people in the Capitol. Hang Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States. You had people who were planning this beforehand at, at the behest of the president of the United States. Yeah. You have now investigations as to whether they were members of Congress. Oh, yeah. People. Oh, yeah. Did they let them in? Did they? With that. So I would agree with everything you said. Until. But I will say, Tommy, I don't want to sound like a pompous asshole, but this is what we had warned about for years. You have. No, oh, you have. This is what we said. This is what this guy can do. Yeah. Now, did we think it was going to happen? No. And to be fair... It was a pretty shitty attack, right? I mean, they, they did get in there, everyone was gone, then they got fucked, and then it was over. Yeah. <laughs> but the thought yeah. of that happening, think about what happened. Yeah. For the first time in the history of the United States of America, yeah. a group of people who believed a lie had nooses ready to hang the vice president of the United States, the leadership in Congress at the behest of one man. Mm. That's not just me saying this. Mitch McConnell said this. Ernie. Trump's fault. No, he said today it wasn't Trump's fault. So I'm sorry to to take you off that, but can you hear me? Yeah, 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 you're back. back. I'm sorry to take you off that, and I don't mean to challenge you too much. No, 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 I got it. You know what I mean? But, 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 but that's guys, a that's a fact. That we we're talking about truth. I mean, that is, is the truth. Yeah. This is unequivocal, and that would be just as harsh. Yeah. Um, Ernie. Ernesto. Ernie, you think your internet might have died? He's frozen up. Wait, I think I just heard him. Ernie? 
Ernie. Yo. Hey, I can kind of hear. I can. There, you're back. Yep. But yeah, yeah, you're. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're back. You're back. I was just saying this. I forget that. But no, you yeah, look. Yeah. You were right about you were saying with Trump. Look, I mean, uh, yeah, I just. No, you're right. You're not no. totally. No, you're, totally you're, wrong. you're, no, you're I, right. You're absolutely right. That's a fact. That I, I think. I think the essence, Tommy, of it wasn't that Trump's policies were all that insane. Right? They were mostly center right policies. It was how he went about it. Mm. It was what he said. Mm. It was about everyone that didn't agree with him was he bullied, right? Oh, lying Ted. Oh, sleepy Joe, crooked Hillary. Oh, little Marco. There was always an insult, which it's, it's funny. Sure. It is entertaining. Sure. Like it really is. It's a lie. Look, hey, Tim Dillon said it. He said, hey, the reality is, is that was the best stand up comedian for the last four years. Is it? Call it what is it is. It? <laughs> you guys know? are great people. Great Hey, you know what? I'd watch Nasty that next guy. Gross. Listen. You'd be in jail. <laughs> hey, laugh when you got to laugh. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. But again, you can't, you should not be saying that. Sure. The president, you know what I mean? Joe Biden could have said that. When I'm president, I'm gonna jail. Can you admit? Like you don't say that. Trump, you'd be in jail. You're right. You're right. And I would. And I would like you a hypocritical douche. That because that's, oh, yeah. that's what happens in, in regimes like Russia. Yeah. With your political opponent, you don't agree with my political position. Well, you're gonna go to jail. Sorry, bud. Yeah. And so that was what was so terrifying. It was the streak of. I don't even know what to call it. A streak of because uh, I don't want to say he's not a dictator. Obviously, you can't remove a dictator by an election. So he's obviously not a dictator. Um, obviously not. Obviously Congress passed the laws. But he had a streak of just authoritativeness, I guess. I don't, I don't know what other way to put it. Just, you know what I mean? This, this like a strong man syndrome. Like he wanted to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it was, it I, was. I don't know how to describe it. It was, for better or worse, he, he turned up alpha to 11. For better or worse, exactly. respectable or not, funny or not, presidential or not. It's what it was. And, you know, I'll respect someone's ability to get to the office, the highest office in the land. I'll, I always will. And I've said that about Obama. I've said that about Clinton. I've, I'll say it about Biden. Hey, I respect the game. If you can get to the Oval Office and you get that nuclear football, guess what? You're swinging past the knees with your dick, okay? Right, that's just what it is. You played the game, right? You don't get a Super Bowl ring. You don't have to like Tom Brady or Belichick, but you know what? You get that fucking ring that weighs as much as a small Volkswagen. You're swinging. You're swinging from the knees. So, but yeah, yeah. No, I get. So it, was, yeah. it, was, it, it was that streak of those things where again he appeals to the strongmen of the world. Right? He says very nice things about them, but then he's berating the Chancellor of Germany or he's sure. berating the President of France. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't want to say it's anti-American, but it, it's definitely it definitely doesn't conduce to American values, and and not with the way American presidents presidents have been. It was a difference of values, in my opinion, sure. as to what America should be or what it shouldn't be. Sure, the America first model, which in theory sounds great. Of course, you should worry about your people first. Obviously, yeah, no shit. But if that means to retreat from the rest of the world and to isolate, then I don't think it's a good idea. But you know, but again, it, it just the way he went about things to me was just too much. Yeah. And I'm just so glad that we don't have to see that every day. Hey, uh, 
we got through it. We got through which, it. Which to me means you got through it as much as you didn't like him. And we're still here. Obviously, a dictator can't be voted out. Which to me, like I said, has helped me enormously. Because guess what? I'll get through this. I don't have to like it. But if I'm going to fly this fucker behind me, then that comes with the left and the right. Right? That's it. That's, hey, it's that's, that's, that's a cheesy, corny, eye-rolling saying... But come on, man. A bald eagle has a left wing and a right wing. I'll, I'll leave it with... I'll, I'll tell you this. One stat you're not going to like. But I think are it's, they, are it's they coming for all white males? Shit. <laughs> I, I, but I think it's instructive. Um, because just as I gave the guy credit for having the lowest unemployment rate in history, uh, high um, wealth... Um, I'm forgetting the term right now, but house income... Uh, income median income household income increased this is true um as it had been increasing by the way beforehand but you know whatever he was uh, he was still in charge while it happened sure. um but this is a fact he's the first president since herbert hoover to leave office with a total uh less jobs than when he came into office Fuck. and that is and that is obviously the reason why is covid right which obviously is he can't control. Sure. But he could have controlled the response, could have controlled a lot of things that a lot of people, you know, we can disagree on that. We may disagree on that. Yeah. But that is just a fact. First president of Hoover to leave office with less jobs than when he entered office. That's a fact. And, that, and that's a fact. It's if you're going to take. And to yeah. me, if that doesn't tell you Donald Trump, I feel like he started off really well and he just could never. He had some adversary thrown his way and he just said, oh, this is nasty. Started out with a strong foreplay. <laughs> great tongue game. Great tongue game, but he could, but he could but he couldn't get Lady Liberty to come. <laughs> exactly. No, but that's instructive, right? I mean, sure. it, you know, it's, and it's, sure. it's, it's just it's reality, and again, it's reality. You know. Yeah. So real quick, what's funny to me is people will say, "Well, it's you know, it's, it was the Democrats' fault. You know, they shut down uh, this or that." No, or, the planet yeah. shut down. It's the planet shut down. I mean, come on now. Everyone was saying shut down. Fucking planet shut down. Okay, but there were no Olympics. But um, final, final, final couple minutes. When are these lockdowns going to end? And when is life as we knew it back? When are we back to just? And I'm not even trying to say that as a political thing. I'm just saying, general fucking. Even if Trump won, Trump's in his second term right now. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Okay. Let the record reflect and show it's not court, that I have not, it's not court. been it's staying at home. <gasps> Do what? You haven't been staying at home. No. Let the record reflect and show that the city of Atlanta gives no fucks about <laughs> COVID. Let me tell you, it's not good. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's what I should be doing, but I'm telling you what I am doing. Okay? At least I'm being honest. You are. So, you know, so I'm not going to be too much of a hypocrite. Um, I've been out and about and chilling and drinking and having a good time and that's good. Tell you guys, for me, I'm telling you, man, for me personally, <laughs> life hasn't been affected one bit. It was affected for like maybe a few months. Fuck. Okay. But I um, was fine. So for, honestly, dude, I'm telling you, man, Atlanta. It's like Atlanta. I'm telling you, come down, dude. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. God, if I don't get a little, open, if dude. I don't get Everything. a little pang in the heart from Georgia, Georgia doesn't give a fuck. Fuck you! Oh, 
They don't, Even Atlanta, the most liberal city in the fucking state. Atlanta doesn't. Atlanta, Valdosta, Athens, none of them give a fuck. For better or worse, they just don't care. It's just reality. I'm sorry. It doesn't make things better, and I understand how responsible it is. Sure. But that will always be a. But for me, it's funny when I hear people say, "Who are you going to throw?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm I'm fucking normal. <laughs> like, I'm going to the office. Like, I'm going are, out on the weekends. When are we into the lockdown?" And you're like, "The what?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like uh, legit, bro. You're like this oh, year, uh, last uh, year. Last year, I went to Key West. I went to DC. I went to Dallas. I went to Denver. I mean, so I'm not going to be a hypocrite and be like, you know, oh, shut it down. And no, I mean, come on, guys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, um, I'm with you, man. but I think. For the rest of the country, I hope by the end of the year, I mean, it's, it depends on when we're going to vaccinate folks, right? If we can do 100 million vaccinations in a matter of three months, we can replicate for the next two months, you'll have all of America covered, right? I don't, I don't know if that's possible. I have no idea. I'm just, just speculating. Um, so, you know, if that happens and Johnson & Johnson is coming out with their single dosage uh, vaccine here in the next couple of weeks, um, then that's a good thing. Then hopefully that's what we do. And then hopefully within a year we can be back to normal. I'll tell you what I miss. I miss concerts mm. so bad, dude. Yeah. I, I just, love concerts. I just miss. I got my Dave Matthews poster in the back right there. Yeah. I know. I know you are. I, know, I just kind of miss seeing all of it. Just even just watching a football. I don't even watch sports, but just kind of seeing. I just miss those little things. Okay. So, for example, in Atlanta, you can go to Falcons games. Really? You can go to Hawks game now. Really? Yeah, dude. Atlanta really I'm doesn't give a fuck. Atlanta really doesn't give a fuck. Give a fuck, bro. They'll always have they'll always have a soft spot in my heart for the old ATL. Peace up, A Town Down. They don't give a fuck. There's nothing like it, man. They're like COVID crack. Fuck it. Do it all. Now we're a swing state. Now we got two Georgia Oh, I didn't show you. Did you see this? No. Let me show you this. You're gonna love this. Okay. Let me show you your audience. Okay. Give me two seconds, guys. Okay, okay. Ernesto is a Swinging past the knees, Ernie. If you guys can't tell why I love Ernie, it's because Ernie is a dude like me. Just dudes being guys. Two guys sitting in a two guys in a hot tub, five feet apart. Maybe a little about the what? Well, you guys see it when I posted it on Instagram. So when John Ossoff, who ran for, who is now a U.S. senator, ran for office. You know, I used to work in politics, so I got a call from one of my good friends who does a lot of work in, in the Latin community and is, is super well connected. Um, and he said, "Hey, the Ossoff campaign needs a young Hispanic family to be uh, on a commercial. Um, would you guys want to do that?" And I was like, "Absolutely!" You know, tell him to call me. Let's get it going. So obviously, we got one of his staffers to call. And now it was cool we filmed it but they never fucking put it on tv i mean we never saw it so i don't know what the hell i don't know why we filmed it we were there for like hours it was really cool we obviously had to wear a mask but it was like us and john and we literally just talked the entire time it was really chill just had a nice conversation while they filmed us and you know took two pictures of us and shit but after the fact we got this super nice letter that's what i'm trying to show you here and it's hand signed by the senator himself oh no shit and it's saying, you know, thanks. You know, but, you know, it gets political, but it says, thank, thank you for taking the time to make our TV shoot a success. Sure. Uh, thank you for generosity and dedication. We're positioned to win this critical election, pass legislation to help people in our state and across the country. Uh, but it's really cool. So it was a really nice gesture. So obviously, I friend it because now he's a U.S. senator, and I've got it hung. So oh, yeah, man. Um, it's cool. you know, that's very cool. Proud. I've met the guy. I met the guy a few times. Just through. You know, he's only a couple years older than us. He's only thirty-three. 
What? Um, so he's, yeah, yeah, he's the youngest senator since Joe Biden. The youngest senator since Joe Biden. Holy shit! Yeah, dude, he's super young. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. yeah, credit where credits due. God damn. Yeah. Now, sorry, is, was it? No, was it your? Was it? So was it your your parents and sister? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was me and my parents and my, and my sister. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell and yeah. Uh, he took some pictures of us as well. So I've been asking. I was like, "Can you just send us the pictures? Like they were professional pictures." Yeah. They took pictures to to do mailers. They said they were, were going to do mailers and the commercial, but we never saw anything. So I don't know. Either way, it was really nice. It was really nice to you know. And I've got a nice letter addressed to me from a United States senator. That's badass. That's badass. <laughs> a Democratic U.S. senator from the state of Georgia. Who would have thought? Fucking unicorn. Who? Who would have thought? Hey man, no one would have thought Trump would have won. I guess maybe that's just setting the precedent. Shit can happen. Well, a lot of people expect that Georgia to be a swing state by the mid twenty twenties. Really? So yeah, absolutely. I mean, the city there's a shit them. I mean, I told you back, back when Romney in the heyday of Republicans in Georgia. I mean, he won the state by about three hundred thousand votes, which is a lot of votes. In twenty twelve. But just, uh huh, yeah, twenty twelve. But just in Georgia alone, there's eight hundred thousand unregistered uh, African Americans. So that right there. Ooh. I mean, that's just American Americans. You get another 200,000 Hispanics and another 90,000 Asians. So they vote typically 70, 80% Democratic. So you register half of those people. That's your margin of victory right there. Yeah. And that's what Stacey Abrams did, right? They registered, I think, a million new voters. You know, so credit to her. Credit, credit where credit's due. You know, and there might be there might be a silver lining, and Ernie you may disagree with me. And again, maybe a philosophical disagreement. But a silver lining of Trump is that maybe more people are involved and interested in politics than ever before. No, I, I totally agree. I was, was pretty was apathetic up until about 2016. I'd vote, but it was like, eh. now I pay it perhaps to my detriment. I'll admit, you know, some uh, some learning curves there. I'll admit that I was an idiot, but perhaps that is something we we are now for better or worse. We're paying attention. You hear people talking I about. I totally agree. Talk, I hear totally people talking agree. about the names of secretaries and czars and senators and state senators. You know, you know, you know we were talking about. Um, so true, right? Think of the election four years ago. You did not have the kind of mobilization. Mm. I mean, dude, it was everywhere. Mm. Soccer teams, basketball teams, the NFL, anything you could go think vote, of. Any organization vote. was yeah. like, go, go vote, vote, go vote, go do this. Don't forget. The sports radio. Oh, don't make your voice heard. You got to go vote. And it's like, dude. Hey, even man. me, who loved politics, was like, listen. I mean, God bless, but fuck off. I <laughs> vote the fucking first day of early voting. Like you're like, I voted. Shut the fuck up. But you know what? Hey, you <laughs> know what? Leave me alone. Like you know what? Fuck. Hey, I'll. You know, obviously, I like Trump. And again, we can agree to disagree. But you know what? I, I think that is an objectively good thing. You got more people. I, you know, yeah. you could probably argue that Stalin got more people involved, too. Maybe it's not a compliment. But, hey, that's a good thing. Regardless, that's a, and that's what I said the day of the election. And I said it on this podcast to my buddy Josh Newman of Reality Playground Podcast. I said we both voted, right? And Josh is a ex-military guy. You know, we kind of leaned the same way. And we were talking. And I was like, you know what? And I, this is what I said to him. You can go back to the, the November 3rd episode. I said, there, there are so many people there, even in this sleepy winter town. And I was like, the one silver lining from all this is, I was like, even if Trump loses, that will, has ju- that will have just meant 
that more people who have always been able to vote but never did decided to. And that's an objectively good thing. Yes, I agree. I think, yeah. Did you hear he wants to, he wants to, he wants to have a third party? Did you hear about this? Oh, Jesus. I'm a patriot party. I'm objectively for a third party. And I've, I've said that. Well, yeah, yeah. But if he starts third party, that would divide the Republican party in half. I mean, that would, that would literally mean that Democrats would win everything. Maybe, maybe, maybe Trump's going back to his Democrat roots. Because he was a lifetime. No, no. What I'm saying is he was a lifetime Democrat. Yeah, maybe that. Sure maybe that. Never, maybe that's the Democrat long con. Is he comes back and goes? Maybe, maybe, maybe that was the thing. He just maybe this to be a whole thing was a Democrat long con. He mobilized the Democratic base like no, not even Obama could. He got the most votes for Biden. <laughs> maybe it's the long, awesome. long, long con. He's going as soon as he goes off stage. You see him go back and see Obama. They fist bump, and he's like, "You did it, Donnie." We all got played. <laughs> Joe, I'm going to get you the most votes. Joe. You just wait. Joe, just wait. You just wait. Hey, I did it for you. Best ever. This is the higher, the most high elite uh, Democrats are all go up to Trump and they're like, hey, good job, kid. <laughs> i tell you what, Joe. Just shoot me a pardon. It'll hey, be fine. Hey, Joe, shoot me a... Yeah, we're all going to be curious. How come nothing ever happened to Trump? How come Biden isn't doing anything? And Biden, Biden's got an inside. Biden's like, I got it. I got it. It's all fucking true. Oh, it's not for you and me, Ernie. But yeah, man, we're turning the page, or we're going to try and turn the page. It's, it's hard to obviously forget what happened since it's been literally been two days. Um, <laughs> literally, it's literally been about, but, been um, about 32 hours. No, it's yeah. been about 32 hours. There you go. So, you know, you, you never want to look back too much. You want to think forward. And I think I, think I laid out tonight what I think yeah. the administration should do. I hope they do it. I mean, it's what they, they've signaled they would do. Um, you know, what comes after is important. And I didn't even really mention, like I said, too much uh, you know, climate change, which well, I mentioned a little bit, but you know, that's a big deal. Obviously, they're going to have to work on trade agreements. Mm-hmm. It's another big deal they're going to have to work on. Um, I'm trying to think of other things, but I mean, there's going to be a lot of things. That, and you know how it is, man. Things pop up. Things come up out of nowhere. Who would have thought COVID would be an issue three years ago, right? Exactly. And now it's like the biggest that dominates everything. Exactly. So things come up, but you know, again, guys, you know, you want to hope your administration, you know, good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can disagree on policy. You can disagree on whether the moves are the right move for the American people. We can disagree on, um, you know, on a myriad of things. But you know, being nasty to one another is not going to fix anything. No, it's again, um, it's the same cheesy saying. But I mean, come on, a plane has a left wing and a right wing. You got it. They both have to work for the motherfucker to fly. All right. Exactly. So you don't have to like the pilot, but you shouldn't be and, hoping and, the pilot dies. And I'll leave you with this. I think this is important, Tommy. For the Republican Party, um, you saw it in this election. The voters who were supposed to come up for Trump did not come out. That's why he lost. Well, obviously a lot of people did, but people in, 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 in Northwest Georgia voted less than in, in 2016 mm-hmm. in some spots, not, not everywhere, because he did get more votes than any Republican, right, in, in the history of the country. You saw it in the Georgia elections. Trump wasn't on the ballot. These people didn't come out to vote. They lost. The question becomes, what happens to the Republican Party now? Who leads the party? What way will that party go? Will it go? Will it stay? Will Trump be the center of gravity in the Republican Party for years to come? I believe so. 
But will there be leaders who are willing to challenge some of the toxicity of the Trump presidency? I think it serves them if they do so. I think you guys should find a way to, in my opinion, moderate, as I think both parties need to do. I think we picked a good candidate in Joe, who's not some crazy leftist or communist. Um, and so I think you guys need the same. I, I think it's important for both parties to be strong. Hmm. Um, because if you have one party that depends on one person way too much, as in, um, I was talking about Donald Trump and the Republican Party, it can be corrosive. We just saw the results of that, literally, on January 6th. Um, so I don't know how you fix that. I don't know if you can fix that. I don't know if just Donald Trump just is the guy and he will be until he dies. He may be. Um, but I sincerely hope that Republicans and, and center-right Republicans take a lead in their party and their charge to try and just bring some more common sense back, right? Um, I mean, there's no reason why the president of the United States should not be speaking to the Speaker of the House to try and pass legislation. That was, that was what had happened. Under, yeah, Trump. Uh, now, you can blame both folks. I'm not saying that's all on Donald Trump. But at the end of the day, the president, the buck stops with him, right? That's what they say, right? And then when it comes time to make a deal, you've got to get the guys in your office and say, look, I don't care how much we hate each other. we got to figure this shit out. Yeah. Uh, and and I think I think he thought just with the problems he could do it. And I think it will serve both parties not just Republicans, Democrats. I think it'll serve both parties well um, if we try and, and get that partisan help. And um, but you know, who knows? Yeah, we've got a majority. It's much easier to say, or you know, when you don't. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's. But I worry for the Republican Party. I really do. You got to remember, Tommy. You guys have won out of the last twenty years now of elections. You guys have won the popular vote once yeah. in twenty years. Yeah. Now people tell you, well, who cares? That's not how you elect presidents. But the reality is only it's only happened what five maybe six times in the history of the united states where the popular vote did not match the electoral vote the reality is most of the time it matches and so what that means is why is the republican party having trouble uh, you know with just winning simple majorities of the american people hmm. you guys haven't been able to do so but once in 20 years yeah what does that say about the republican party yeah and its ideas yeah and you got to Reagan won both, right, in his reelection. Yeah, of course, of course. So, I'm, ta- I'm so, talking since two thousand. So what I'm what I'm saying though is, so it is possible. So no, you're right. So someone do it. Absolutely, it's, it's what I'm saying. It, st- it started with with um, Bush, with with the second Bush. Yeah, yeah. the only one to popular vote in '04. He lost it in 2000. He won in '04. And obviously, he won again. Um, and then, so yeah, once in 20 years. In Jesus. 2000, 04, 08, 12, 16, mm. 20, Funny. six elections. How can you, that's, yeah, it's 30 years, yeah. Yeah, no, no, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 years, yeah. six elections. So, um, you know, why is that? Why is it the majority of the American people prefer the Democratic ideas, or at least Democratic candidates, to the Republican candidates? You know, you need to ask yourself that question. Mm. And I'm being serious. Right? Yeah. Why? Why are our public policies more popular with the American people? I think we'll you know? see the. I think we'll see the free market of ideas. I think we'll, you'll probably have someone. We'll just just name. I'm just like the first name that pops in my head. This isn't why I back. I'm just. Let's say it's a Ted Cruz, right? Let's just fucking for whatever. I think you're going to see him. Who's he's probably just going to have to walk towards the center. That's the reality. I, I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think you'll see the free market of ideas. They'll either get your ass handed to you in two yeah. years, and they're going to go, okay, fuck, we really got to walk towards the center. Or who knows? Maybe you get some perfect storm again when you get a 2016. I don't know. But I think it'll probably just be – I think it'll probably yeah. – it's kind of a, a shitty answer, but I kind of think it will just – it is what it is. I think it will unfold how it unfolds. No, for sure. But but, but 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 the reason why I don't think it should be what it is is because it puts the Republican Party in an untenable position. Yeah. Where they go, well, we can't win majorities anymore. We can only win we, by this these, one instrument called weird, the Electoral these College. weird tactical. Yeah. Well, right. Well, well, the reality is now, you know you're not going to win a majority. Uh, you know you have a minority proposition in almost all of your policies, at least based on you know the way people have voted over the last 20 or so years. Yeah. So if that's the case, how do you continue to win elections when that's the goal of politics? Yeah. Right? And if, if the answer isn't to change the way you're doing things, then I'm afraid, I think we got a glimpse of this on January 6th, that some people may want to start turning into undemocratic means to retain power, mm. which leads us into very, very dangerous territory. I think it would be the same the other way if it was the left with less and less and less votes. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that Republicans want to, you know, throw a coup or anything. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is these people who support you and these people on the far right, these Trump supporters, we go back to the same thing. What the hell do they have to lose if they continue to lose elections over and over and over? They're going to go, we can never win. These liberals, there's too many of them. So how do we win? How do you win if you can't win in the ballot box? I think you'd have to well, – yeah, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. You get a January 6th. I think what they'd have to do is hope hope the left moves farther left and then you move into the position that they're in now and then maybe you you, you start to get your equivalent of a Trump on the left. But don't get me wrong. That's not to say that the left isn't far left. I mean there's a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> Like guys, I get it. Trust me, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Like, yeah, no, you know, I was gonna say it's back to what you said on the first yeah. time you came on the show. You're like, I'll tell you why I don't vote for Bernie, Tommy. And you're like, why that? And you go, because capitalism's on because capitalism's awesome. Communism's retarded, and I love the U.S. military. Yes. And I was like, that's the Ernie yeah. I haven't talked to in five years, and good to see you again, kind of thing. But yeah, you, I, you said that. I, I told you I was, I was talking to you know my military views are very very much on the right. They're side the of same the as they're the same as as mine. Right. Yeah. Because, dude, it just makes sense. And, dude, I've had people tell me, God, you're so far right. And I'm like, no. it's, what? I'm not far right at all. I just think, yeah. Got the power. We run the world. We should continue to do it. You should continue to control control the world's resources because if it's not us, power whores a vacuum, you're going to get a China or a a Russia. I'd rather it be us and have to apologize than to have to ask for forgiveness. That's just common sense. That's the zero sum. That's the zero sum nature of of Homo sapien civilization. Facts. 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 I'd rather have our battleships ensuring free trade lines than. I'd rather the battles and the wars be fought halfway across the world than here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Does that make me a bad person? Maybe, but oh, you, I don't care. Oh, you're a dirty capitalist. Well, then fucking A, Ernie doesn't give a shit. I don't. Yeah. And that's why I love talking to you is because I don't think you're – I think when I talk to you, I'm like, oh, here's a moderate I can talk to. But a big reason I bring you on here, aside from the fact I just fucking love you, is that when I talk to you, I'm like, oh, this is a liberal I can talk to. I start to realize I don't think you're an exception. I think there's probably a lot more like you. As when you talk to me and you're telling me, hey, you know, at least you'll come yeah. talk – 
I think there's probably a lot more of me who do talk, and it's probably the minority on both sides that make us all think that the left is a bunch of, you know, fucking great leap forward Maoists, and the rights are a bunch of sneak high. Like, the reality is... Now, don't get me wrong. That does exist on both sides. They do. Like, most people definitely exist. They do. But there's a small yeah. minority of yeah. people. Yeah, we saw I mean, it. On- I, you know, I, I, did you listen? To, I don't know if you heard. Did you listen to Marco Rubio's speech last night? He gave a 10-minute a speech. I, on I listened the, to a piece of the, Biden's, but that was it. Yeah, so you should see if you can find it. it it's um, just a 10-minute speech. He gave it yesterday, and he spoke about... The divisions in the country, he, he said, you know, he really thought that Biden was sincere in his cause for unity. And um, but he talked about what we're talking about, painting people with a broad brush, saying all Trump supporters are racist or like the fact that there's people. I was at someone's house the other day. This guy came in and they said, oh, which one's your house? Because it was one of the neighbors. And this guy's like, oh, the one with the big Trump flag outside. And he immediately had to say, oh, but, 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 but like, I'm not like, I'm not, no, like, I'm, not I'm not one of the. Like, that shouldn't be a thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't not be happy or proud because you voted for Trump. Yeah. That's you voted for. That's you know, you I hate for. You voted for. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. He was one of the two choices on the ballot. That, that's. That's. That, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone should vote for Donald Trump. But it happens. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. To, it's <laughs> that's okay. not okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then that again feeds into that narrative of, oh, liberals are oh, silencing us. They all want to hate us up. They want to, yeah. And, and that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. You should be able to proudly stand for who you stand for unless they're, you know, a fucking Nazi or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's a different story. Yeah. But, you know, and, and that to me makes it sad. And so, yeah, we just, it's just, just stop with the division. God damn it. No, Ernie. If we dig our heels, what in, would Jesus do? If we dig, if we dig our, if we dig our heels in, Jesus would fucking turn water into wine, wrap up a fatty, and say, "Fuck all this shit. Let's go eat fish." Part of the reason, Tommy, why as much as what he did on the sixth is an impeachable offense, I don't think you should have been impeached because yeah, that's it just goes back yeah. into the same cycle of. Well, I did it. Well, no, you did it. Well, you did it for this and you did it for that. And no, and it just never stops, dude. And it's like, oh, we just won. Can we just can we just stop bitching about the other guy? Yeah. We just won. Yeah. We just we have control of Washington, guys. Yeah. Let's get on with the people's business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's people don't like that shit. People get sick of that shit, dude. Yeah. And I think that most people more than anything like myself is I like talking to you because you come on and it's like, yeah, I voted for Trump and you're like, yeah. That, okay. Right. You like the Falcons. I like the Patriots. Like, right. you know, hey, is what it is. I, I actually don't give a shit about any sports, but real quick is, um because I don't pay attention, uh, Brady's on the Buccaneers. Are the Buccaneers making a run? Are they still in it? The Buccaneers are playing on Sunday at 3 p.m. for the NFC Championship. I hope. I hope Brady. I hope Brady wins the Super Bowl. I don't. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> and some things. And some things will remain the same. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady, dude. I hope that I man w- w- brought me the worst loss probably in the history of losses for 28, me. Twenty-eight to three. I mean, my fucking phone case is the Falcons. <laughs> I got fucking mad on my damn Yeti. And <laughs> I, have, I have damn season tickets. I have a damn ball sign by half the damn team. Yeah. I mean, listen, dude, I love this club. I love this team. These are things and, where it's okay to be partisan. Yes. These are things where it's okay. Hey, 
Leave your division on the field. It's okay for us to hate each other on the Never be friends. Never talk middle ground. Don't reach across the aisle. Fuck them. That's good. Let's keep it there. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's a game. We'll leave it there. That's... Maybe I mean, you know, maybe that's the problem, Ernie. COVID took away sports, so sports bled into politics. Maybe. Guy with horns and face paint at the Capitol? <laughs> that looks like a Super Bowl to me. That looks like a college game day. He was like, where's Brady? Reagan <laughs> <laughs> <Agent> Brady. <laughs> Dude, that's, uh, yeah, so hopefully the Packers win. Um, I'm pulling. But I'm either pulling. way, the fact that this man at 43 years old I is leading a team, has led a team already to an NFC conference title. This is his 14th title game, dude. I love it. That is ridiculous. I love it, and I love it because he's not doing it. He lo- he's not doing it with the Pats. That's why I love it. He's, he's doing it, and he's doing it on. Well, he's doing it without Belichick, and that's what I like. Exactly. I love to see. And Belichick's team is fucking shit now. I love to. I love. And that's Tom Brady, man. There's Tom Brady. He's taking a team who hasn't been in the playoffs in like 20 years, dude. And that's why and he took them straight to an NFC championship. And that's why I like it. Because I think and it's his good. First year. I think it's good for him, and I think it's good for him because I think if otherwise, there would always be this sort of was it him or was it Belichick? Was it Robert Kraft's mm-hmm. money that could lube the wheels around him? That's why, as much as I hate that he left the Patriots, and I don't give a shit about any sports, but as much as I hate that he left the Patriots, and you know, part of me hopes that like he shattered both his femurs on the first game, the reality is is that like I respect, I respect, just like I said earlier about the Oval Office, I respect whoever can swing from the knees and get in there. Yeah. I just like watching a champion, and I, I do want him to win one or at least appear in one without the help of Belichick because I think that will be good. I think that will give him a reputation that he deserves more. Is that he did? Dude, I, I know think, you hate I him. Think, you you fucking you're like fuck. No, him. no, but I think but I think what he's done is already enough to give him a reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already taken the NFC championship. That, that is no that, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I did not expect that. Yeah, that's what I like. like I like seeing someone fucking stand up and like I don't need your help. No, listen, listen. You cannot debate. The guy is the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, he just is. You, you just can't. I'm sorry. Like I don't like him, but it doesn't help that he's handsome and fucking married to a supermodel. That doesn't help either. And he's a baby back bitch who kisses kids. I don't. What a, <laughs> what, a, what kind of fucking what kind of fucking psychopath kisses their children? No, listen. Everyone kisses their children, but Tom Brady. The way he does it, mouth. he kisses them on the mouth. It's, Fucking weird. <laughs> You've seen the clip. Right? No, no. One of, well, one of my good friends, Ben. He's a, we always text each other memes, and you, I'm like, you know what? And 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 Ben's liberal, whereas I'm conservative. And we hang out, and we fucking always shit on each other. He goes, you know what? I will give Donald Trump. And I'm like, what's that? And he, goes, he doesn't kiss his kids on the mouth like Tom Brady. That's a real fascist. Oh, <laughs> Dude, this guy, you've seen the clip when he gets yeah. up there and he goes, yeah, he's his dad, and he goes, oh, that's it. He goes, he goes longer and the kid sits there and just like you've never seen this guy? dude he sits there and he kisses his dad like six seconds longer and he's like that was that was that's not enough like come back it's fucking weird dude you know maybe there's a fuck so you're telling me tom brady's gonna go down in a pedophile scandal is that what's going on? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I know it's oh, no. I know it's not what if that came it's out? His kids. What if I know, I know. Maybe it's a power move. It's like hey But no he's going <laughs> but no, he's gonna go to fucking prison. No, he's, I, I'm gonna. But not all jokes aside, I'm gonna pull the lever as that motherfucker burns. On the side, I have a flight down to Tampa tonight. You do? No. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. 
Ernie's like, Ernie's like, Ernie's putting on a Falcons bandana, and he's like, for God and country, someone needs to do what someone should have done a while ago. Dude, I have so much Falcon shit, you have no idea. I could really could. Ernie's like, Janu- you're like, January 6th should have been in, in Tampa. Bro, I have Falcons fa- fucking pants, tank top shirts, jerseys. I know you do. Ernie, I've known you for 11 years. I know you yes. do. I know you and Cal have that, like a militant amount. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same with Cal. Yeah. 100%. So the. So, so okay, does Trump win? Does Trump win any love if he says, "My to my January six crowd, here's Tom Brady's address, Falcons no, for life, Falcons, no, no, no. For, Falcons for life, no, rise up." No more inciting people for any violence. I don't care what it's for, whether that's Brady, whether that's whatever. No more, no more violence. We need. No violence. We need peace. We don't. Peace. We, we, don't. We, we need. just need to talk. We need to open up everything. Everyone needs to get back out, start drinking again. COVID needs to be a weird fever dream memory. We need to give everyone a joint of marijuana and get them high and As get them relaxing. Fuck. Federally legal. Isn't it federally legalized now? No, but that's what it needs to be. That's how Biden. Biden really okay. wants unity. Federally legalized marijuana. Federally legalized psilocybin. Everyone before that. Hey, Republicans, Democrats would be like, "Yes, we, dude." Maybe let's that's go. the world peace we need. Trump was like a heavy like Adderall and liquor night, and we need we need a fucking big bowl. No, no, I didn't know anything. I think that that is the move. I would agree. I think we I, could I, all I agree on. I mean, this is obviously ridiculous, but. If you could put take like all the world's leaders, put them in a room, get them all high together. I've been saying that for years. I promise you, you would solve the world's problems. I, I go one step further, I and I, I think I think every I think all the world's leaders should get together, take a massive dose of mushrooms, and get naked and fuck. Because I think that if you're coming, if you're make, if two people are coming and looking each other in the eyes, those two leaders are never going to send troops into each other's nations. Because there was a slow bond as they, I love you, I love you, we are one. Hendrix playing in the background, maybe some Chick Fil A, whatever. Oh, I swear, taking a shower after, like, you're a good fuck. Eyes the size of dinner plates, like just seeing love. You'll never have a war again. Isn't that true? Isn't that funny, dude? Right? But that's the your truth. eyes grow as you when you. When you see someone when you, you love, love or, or when your you're eyes in Because you want to take all of them in. Yes, you just want to bring it. Exactly, you want to bring all of them in. That's, true. That's what we need. That's what the COVID vaccine should be. I hope that there is a latent... I hope, I hope there's an mRNA switch that all they have to do is turn on some UV satellite, beam the whole world, and just like that, we're all peaking. How world, fucking... World, world peace tomorrow. Jackie boy, you want some world peace, buddy? What are you, you want some world peace? Jack, dude, Jack's just being a, just being a pup. Well, as always, we have now devolved into world peace and psychedelic infused orgies. So, Ernie, let's yes. wrap this. Let's wrap this bitch up. Let's do it, dude. Holy I love, shit! I love you, brother. We just did two hours. Holy Jesus shit. Christ! Went by super quick. That did go by super quick, Ernie. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for putting me at ease more than anything. Thank you for I'm a selfish fuck. Thank you for putting me at ease. Life goes on. You'll win some, you'll lose some. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for friends you have. Be grateful. My parents are alive. My brothers are alive. Podcast is working. It's a beautiful day. I got running water. I'm going to go eat a Philly cheese hot uh, hot pocket. I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. Yes. Be grateful. Yes, I'll be back in the gym tomorrow myself. Tomorrow. It's always tomorrow. Well, no, no, no. no. I've been going. I went the last two days. I just didn't go today. I took a break. I was like, I was sore, and I was like, dude, this is so much. Get a little drunk yesterday, Ernie? 
No, dude, I haven't drank it all this week. Really? Actually, I thought you. I thought you would have. Oh, so I'm trying to buy this house. So I'm trying to save money. So, dude, okay. like, uh, bro, I went out last weekend and just like three days of drinking because obviously we had Monday off. Yeah. And like, I spent three hundred bucks, dude. Fuck that. Like, and it's like, dude, I cannot continue to do this. You can't have weekend. your goal. You can't have your goals, and yeah. No, I. So like, I'm taking. I actually, my buddy's going to go out tonight, and I was like, nope, I'm not going out tonight. I'm going to go to Bucket tomorrow. I'm like, nope, not doing Bucket tomorrow. I'm going to stay in all weekend. But on Sunday, I'm going to go to Park Tavern, watch the football game, spend some money. It's just, fine. Just choose one, one day, day a week. Just choose one day a week. Go have a fun day. Go have an Ernie day. You know, when my parents, that's how my parents raised me. Those motherfuckers didn't let me uh, hang out with my friends during high school, but once a week. I'd have to choose between a Friday or a Saturday. Oh, same. Same. Sucked. So maybe I can go back to my... Uh, my high school high school early high school days high school days that's what you have to do i don't know if it helped because when ernie and i got into college we drank like alcoholics <laughs> tuesday night you gotta celebrate still drinking like a non-alcoholic man i don't know what we, what we did in fall 2009 at valdosta state that was sacrilegious what we did to our bodies your body is a temple and we desecrated them that's what I used to drink so much. My face used to get like all flushed. And yeah, rash. yeah, yeah. You and Cal, you guys would turn blood red. Yeah, that, that's yeah. They used to happen to Cal a lot too. That's right. It happened to Cal all the time. Cal would have two beers, and I'd be like, "Are you embarrassed?" And he'd be like, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah he still he still gets that way, man. I love Cal. Cal's a great American. He's trying to move back to Atlanta, so hopefully we'll see him. Isn't we'll have him back yeah? Isn't doesn't doesn't Cal have himself a girl? Sure does. Sure does. Ooh. That was like a two-year girl. Ooh, yeah. cow. But let's wrap this bitch up, Ernie. Hi, brother. Much Thank love. You, brother. Much love, Ernie. I love you. Hey, let me know when you want to come. I'm not kidding, dude. Whatever you want. Quinn lives literally <laughs> oh, no, oh, no shit. <laughs> okay. I swear to God. I might have to come down and see Steven. Fuck. So, he's, I, he's, I see him all the time, dude. So, Quinn's, Quinn, let me know. Quinn's big baller now, right? Quinn's a model. Quinn's, ball. Quinn's a model. Actor, an actor. Ooh. Ooh. TV, he's doing his thing, man. You gotta be proud of him. Call him. He's got the, he's the same dude. I tried. I know. I tried. I've, I've been trying to get him on this podcast since the last since I started. Quinn, you're a pussy. He's a, he's Come a on, pussy. Like a true, all, like a true superstar. He's playing hard to get. I'll, I'll text him. I'll text. Him. Text him. Put in a good word for me. It's not like I was his fucking pledge brother. Oh, Jesus, Christ. Pledge brothers are Jesus Christ, Stephen <laughs> P. Bros. Come on, man. You and I used to go to Walmart and get wall and get wallpaper for the uh, the Lee twins. You motherfucker. Don't forget your roots. Fuck Ernie. I used to fucking ride around your gay ass white pickup truck as pledges. Fuck you, Quinn. Fuck me, dude. Fuck, fuck, fuck me, bro. Dude, fucking fuck me, bro. Come on, bro. Why don't you come fuck the boy, dude? I remember smoking. <laughs> I remember smoking with. Sorry, well, I started, I remember smoking with Quinn in Madison Frost's house during when we were Pledge Brothers. This was like October, November 2009. I remember Cal and I were sitting there. We were talking to Quinn. We were like, Quinn, how high are you? And he turns to the wall and he starts doing like thriller and, he, and his voice changes and he goes, Look. I'm a wall. I'm a mountain climber. I'm a mountain climber who smokes pot. And we were like, I think you're, I think, dude, what the fuck are you on? He goes, I'm the wall climber. <laughs> and Cal is like, what the fuck? And he's like, I, dude, we're like, Pledge Ship's not doing good things for Quinn's brain. He's the same way to this day. I love it. I. He did this Joker impression. And he was like, I'm, I want to see these scars. And we were like, 
Yes, we do. Tell us more, please. This is the Bohannon Lake House, actually. It was wild. Oh, I love, I love, what a good, what a good person. Absolutely. But that's the importance, is this, this is what life should be. It's just exactly. shit. Fireman. All right, love, Bernie, you, love you, brother. God bless America. Thank you, Thank you so much you for good. coming on, Ernie. God bless the troops, too. All yes, right. sir. Bye, guys. Goodbye, buddy.